Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good Thursday morning to all of the listeners, whether you're listening in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, wherever you might be with the Odyssey app. We thank you for doing so. We are the Junks. We're coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980. And Monumental Sports Network. We're brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. If you're looking to be the next five-star technician, just go to CropMetcalf.com. You get all the details there. I'm Cakes at Money Metal Cakes on your Twitter at Cakes Flops on the Instagram. Jason Bishop is here. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. Uh, the person sneezing into the mic, that was Eric Bickle. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. How are you? By the way, I got to say, all good. before you introduce Joe Pa Flame, mm-hmm. you just did. Something, hello, Joe yeah. There's something shady going on about a block and a half away. Mm. When I'm walking down from Homewood. Yeah. There was about 12 cop cars going about 60 down mm. Half Street okay. to get a block and a half that way. Mm. And then I saw them all stop. Yep. Something's going on down there. Mm, interesting. That could be something minor, but didn't look like it. <laughs> I think if there's, in in my personal opinion, my yep. humble opinion, mm-hmm. if there's more than two police cars en route oh. to a scene, there was it's more. no longer minor. There was no. There was definitely more than two. If there's a dozen two. police cars, I'd say it's probably pretty major. Yeah, it was something's it's going pretty, on. pretty intense, whatever it might be. Behind where we park? I didn't even see anything. No. I guess mm. I'm just <laughs> in my own little world. Mm, like two blocks down. Come up to this stop sign, make a left. I don't know what road that is. Mm-hmm. And it's down about two blocks. There's another hotel down there. I'm not sure. Got what you. Towards Court the Yard. Pink Taco? I don't even know where that is. Pink courtyard Taco. by Marriott, maybe? Yeah, it's the courtyard. Or I, I, I think I know exactly where you're talking about. Yes. I think we've stayed in that spot when, when there's it's been down, like a blizzard it's here. Down, it was down near the metro. There's a metro on the other side of that block. Mm-hmm. Okay, and got it's, it. It's well, down there. I, I believe I saw... From a day or two ago, right off New Jersey Avenue, which is kind of what that area where you're talking about, mm-hmm. there was a, a car that was just up on blocks in broad daylight. <laughs> Somebody just came in. Maybe it was you know during the dark hours. Yeah, yeah. 
came in, put the car on blocks, stole all, all the, the tires. tires. <laughs> the car is just sitting there stranded. Mm. Like, I just don't know how you park your car outside on a street in D.C. in in the year of our Lord, 2024. But you said you like to be safe, so that's why you park underneath in the garage. Correct. I Absolutely. Like, I'm cheap, and I like to save I money. Min- so. I minimize my exposure on the mean streets of Washington, D.C. I'm D. with C. you, Cakes. You do. I like it, too. <laughs> I mean, Pull right you're not, in. You're not stupid. I can't recall the last time I stepped foot in the block or, or two around the building. Yeah, I used to stick around, work out, go to Kava. Those days are done. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You get out of Dodge. Yep. Yep. Get right on the highway. Pull, I pull get in, out of here. I park, charge my car. At about eight twenty, I get a text from a random person asking yeah. if they if I can move my matchbox car. <laughs> mm-hmm. I scurry down, I move my car, I come back up. A little short of breath at times, not gonna lie. Um and then I get in my car at about ten fifteen and I Do you actually get a daily leave. text from them? Not that they're every on their day, way? but not every day, but it's probably probably weekly. And so they're actually just sitting there waiting, hovering, waiting for you yeah, to come down Yeah, this person there. says, what, what time will you be moving your car? I need to block this person's number. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's just they're harassing it's you. A, it's a first world problem, but again, it's, it's very annoying. Mm. In, my, in my little bubble... So this person my, has not become a friend. A friend? Mm. I mean, you, you're interacting with the person like several even, times. A day. Cakes, Cakes even, is getting bullied by this person. I don't oh, even yeah. know what bullied this person looks like. I just I know. know what their car looks like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the person. But again, but, I, I don't. I don't want to be a hoarder of electricity. Right, uh-huh. You don't know I the person, been, and they text you. It's it's a long sordid story. I've already gone through it. I, I mean, I'll, I'll 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 give it to you in a fifteen second uh, recap. Uh-huh. I came down one day and the person put a note on my car on the window saying, "If you could text me at this number when you can move, great." I did it like an idiot, and then they captured my number. Now they have my number. Oh, in their now phone. they got it. Yeah. So now they keep continuing to text if I haven't moved my car by a certain time. Not every day, but from time to time. You can always change your number, like I did. Or I could block the number. I could block the number, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> These are the daily travails here at 106.7 The Fan in D.C. Well, I mean, it is it is nice you get the free electricity. You do, that is nice. It doesn't nice, hurt. It's a nice work perk. It, it's a You know what? There aren't a lot of perks at our work. Right. So I will take that perk. Right. Take it. I'll take sure. advantage of it. You guys watched the Terps last night. Somebody convinced me. I can't remember where I was. I saw the gym lost. or somewhere, and somebody was like, what do you think about Maryland in the tournament? I was like, oh, I don't think they're going to get said, there. Your response should have been, I don't, because they're not making it. To oh, actually, it was a guy I played golf with yesterday. And then he said, he's like, well, maybe they he was could talking win their about next the Big three. Ten tournament. <laughs> yeah. He said they could win their next three, and then if they win a couple in the Big Ten tournament, he's like, I think they can be right there. No, zero chance. And I watched the game last night. They were two for 22 from beyond the arc. That's plagued them you know, all we've year. We've talked about the bad shooting. Two for 22. Yeah. My buddy texted me last night right before tip-off. He goes, what do you think about Terps minus four and a half? I said, I would never bet the Terps because they just can't score. Yep. And I, he said, all right, I'm taking Northwestern. I mean, Willard, Willard's got to go in the portal and just find a, a sniper. He got a tech last night, I think. He's got to find that guy. He was pissed off. Like, you can't keep... Rolling out a team that just can't shoot threes. I think in, Kaiser, in theoretically, era. one of their freshmen, is supposed to be a shooter, but last night 0 for 5. Well, yeah, from beyond the arc. No, I, I, I mean a guy whose specialty is 
the three ball. Right. Like he doesn't do anything else. Right. Yeah. Like he years ago, Maryland brought in Matt Rowe from he Syracuse. He can't do anything but shoot the three ball. <laughs> yeah. Like that has to be his top priority. I mean, so, Der- Derek Queen's a nice addition. Don't get me wrong. He's a top like 15 recruit, but I don't think he's going to be jacking up a bunch of threes. I, actually, like, I don't think that's in his uh, toolbox. They couldn't stop the Nick Martinelli kid last night. He's their Northwestern's best player is the Boo Booey kid, the point guard. But Baba um, Booey. But he uh, <laughs> he didn't shoot the ball well. But Martinelli was killing him mm. on the block, getting boards, transition. He, yeah, Martinelli was the man last night. I didn't watch much of the Terps game, but I watched the Tennessee game. That, the SEC is just fun to watch, and Dalton Connect, who I I told you guys about a few weeks ago, was unbelievable last night. He had twenty five he outscored he outscored um Auburn in the last twelve minutes. So Auburn in the last twelve minutes had twenty one points. Dalton Connect had twenty five in the last twelve minutes. Hmm. And he outscored him twenty five twenty one. They were down eight at the time and he went on a run. Well, I was watching it American Idol. American Idol. <laughs> yeah. I've got I'm getting all the little reels of all the better uh auditions. I said my daughter said, you know what? I'm going to get back in on American Idol. I haven't watched AI since I know, probably the, the original series. Here, yeah. right? It's been quite a while. Well, you know, I think I talked about it that one of the stars in, so far has was Ricky Prohl's son. Yes, Prohl. yes correct. Yeah. He's got a song, Chapters, that he just released that hits me with the feels. I get emotional. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Was it about hmm. life and about It's raising? about like how his NFL career you know, came to an early end, and they're, you know, telling him it's over, and then he's got to find the next thing in his life. Yep. And I don't know, man. Move Those on are... to that next phase of your the, life. The guy freaking sings like Justin Bieber. Mm, he's a, very he's good. actually a beast. Good to have that backup talent. He played receiver at ECU. Yeah. So he probably is fast. Probably had a bunch of suck crushes. I don't know if he's fast anymore. Too. They told him he'd be lucky if he could just run normally. Again. Really? Mm. Yeah. And while he was rehabbing and not able to run, he started to pursue this music thing where it just turns out he's touched by God. Mm. Mm-hmm. The guy's a beast. Anyway, that's what I, I did. did. Not Instead watch of watching either. a Maryland game or whatever Jason was watching. I was intrigued the other day was the premiere of Deal or No Deal Island. All right. I only saw a couple minutes, but look, back in the day, I think a lot of us dabbled with Deal or No Deal. Was Howie Mandel. This time it's one of the guys from Magic Mike. I think the guy who was married to Sofia Vergara. Joe, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Manginelli or something? I think that's it. Okay. I think he's the host. It seems to be Deal or No Deal meets Survivor meets Fear Factor. Mm. I only saw the last five minutes and Boston Rob is on the show. (laughs) And they kicked off some poker player who Cakes probably would know, like some professional poker player. Oh, now you got my interest. And Boston Rob has dabbled in playing poker, too. Okay. So there's obviously some strategy involved. I'm sure they they have, you know, got to get their alliances. But then there are suitcases which dangle from things. And you got to do, like, wacky stuff, like put your hands in with snakes to get your suitcase. As soon as I I saw them basically ripping off Survivor with the ads, I was just like... I mean, they're just they're just blatantly stealing from another, from another game show concept. But I well, guess isn't that what they all do? They all steal. I mean, to an extent, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, like they're just taking deal or no deal and commingling it with Survivor. Right. Haven't we stolen game show concepts for twenty seven years? We definitely have. <laughs> but we've also created 
groundbreaking game shows like NHL or a Russian politician. Like mm. nobody or, did that before. Or shootout. Shootout. <laughs> that one we probably stole. Round Robin, who am I? I mean I mean, I don't know anybody else doing that. Nobody bit. else. Brilliant move. <laughs> what else? Name that I think Factor Fiction, we may have taken a bite from somebody on that. That might that may have that concept may have been done before. Chunkerty, did we take a bite? <laughs> So, Mr. Bickle, are you feeling better than you were yesterday? You know, I slept. You you look better. You know what's funny is um, I'm getting some sort of like highway <laughs> hypnosis because I slept like seven hours. I took a nap. There you go. Tired. Tired. <laughs> Still tired? Yeah, I don't know. But- you need a don't sleep energy drink and or energy shot. Oh, you've already got it <laughs> at the ready. Look and at you. And here's my obligatory, my four uh, yeah. I mean, you need coffee. a new you need a new tumbler. Look at that I thing. I got a bunch that of thing, them. That this thing looks rotate. like it has been through... Uh, <laughs> Through the rigors. It's an old school Redskins one. Look at the the Skins logo I don't need that. I just need it to to hold my uh, coffee. Mm. No, but it's weird. Like, I'm getting in my car, and my car is just, like, making me sleepy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's well, going on. It's comfortable. With that. Your car is comfy. I was starting to think about it. I was like, Yo, this is not good. <laughs> right. This is not good. Every day I'm getting tired in my car. Mm, that's not great. <laughs> yep. yeah. I mean, it's scary, actually. It's um, one of those days you're going to just. Doze off. Well, you guys always make fun of me that I actually shower and shave in the morning. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. weird. It's a weird bit. The reason I do that is because when we first started doing mornings, there was one morning where I woke up kind of late, so I didn't take my shower or anything. I just brushed my teeth, threw on my clothes, and next thing I knew, I ran right through a red light because mm-hmm. I was in that highway <laughs> hypnosis, and it was a four-way intersection. I was like, I could have died oh, right yeah, there if another could've. car was coming. Yeah. Could have been I T-boned. Have a- I have a red light that I run mm-hmm. four times out of five. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a mindless wait for no reason. Yep, and I got enough time to cross it, even if I make it's a little bit of a blind spot around. Mm-hmm. But there's still enough time for me to cross it, unless the guy's going a hundred. Yeah, and I so I just risk it four times a week. I Clearly, can. there's no <laughs> camera. There oh, hadn't yeah. been so far. You don't stack the <laughs> citations so at your house. It's I mean, kind of like a construction tickets, area. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. And you wait forever for the light to change. Eric, I can't tell you how many red lights in the morning <laughs> I run. No, I run in this Ashburn one because four times there's nobody on the roads. Yeah. And Those should be blinking red lights at a certain time. They probably should be. I don't know why they're not. But they're putting up more lights in my, my area, in my neighborhood. And I can't tell you how many times I just run them. Yeah, because they're pointless. Because and they're long. They're long. That's the yeah, thing. Like at and, that point and for the whatever day, reason, there should be sensors. So yeah, if, like timers. If there's timer, if there's yeah. nobody coming in the cross mm-hmm. cross lights, and you're sitting there, right? Well, it should automatically turn green. Right. I, I but for some reason, you. in Loudoun County, they don't do that. The other thing I do is like tons of cars here. I do that illegal U-turn right around here, mm-hmm. and then come up whatever that side street is mm-hmm. so I, I, don't, I don't have to deal with what's the du- the dude that's still at the uh, oh is it desmond desmond and that desmond, interminable light. corner he hasn't yeah. been there in a while no did he retire desmond taking up his spot. i hope permanently yeah <laughs> but no uh, he hasn't been there in a while but uh, you know i take that u-turn and there's constantly cops because there's like a police station you yeah. know around the corner mm-hmm. they don't care everyone just takes <laughs> u-turns right right in the middle of the street right behind a cop right yeah. in front of they, a cop they, they don't care they don't care. They don't care. That's great. DC police, no, I, Metropolitan Police have much, much bigger issues to deal with than yeah. a bunch of donks taking U-turns at 5 in the morning. No, it's literally stunning how many people do it. Yeah. 
Like five people do it every ro- light rotation. Mm-hmm. But did you hear the wind last night? Yeah, it was going crazy. Howling. You, you should have seen all the trash and boxes that are I'm all a over bit my street. About that, all yeah. over my street. I'm a little bit worried about my trash tipping over. Yeah, there were tipped over cans everywhere. Yeah, and they're not going to pick it up. No, it's just going to blow all over. It's the place. like the neighbors. Yeah, the neighbors won't pick it up. So who? Will, what? So it'll just blow all over it'll the neighbors. Blow all over the place and blow into the woods. Will you blow go in the around backyards. and pick up? Will you pick up some of it? I picked up some this morning. Yeah, there was some boxes in my yard. And I had to it, pick it up. It's not your stuff. It wasn't my stuff. It was my neighbors. All right. I will commend DC on this. Sixty mile per hour gusts last night at Dulles Airport. They did send send out a crew this week to clean up what I what I have deemed the dirtiest stretch of DC roadway, which BW is BW Parkway. Hmm. Going, doing the BW Parkway through D.C. before you get to the split with 50. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, there's just trash everywhere. And that, so they had some guys out they had there? A crew, they had a crew of like six or eight it dudes. It is repulsive. Just picking up trash. It's what I imagine like San Francisco looks like. I don't know, but it also has me thinking like, who are the who are the just dirt bags that are rolling their windows down and just chucking trash out of their car? Yeah, right. Now it's more than that because there are like, Old spare tires. I mean, it's not just trash from cars. It's trash from... Is it possible it's just stuff that's blowing out of people's, like, trucks? And I don't know. Sure, it has I think it's more. I think it's, I think it's more than that. But, like, wouldn't you feel hurt if you're just driving down the road at 60 miles an hour and you had, I don't know, a McDonald's bag, right, and you yeah. just rolled Toss the window down, down and ri- said, this is finished. That's ridiculous. Out, out the window. I mean, I've seen people do that. Like One thing I am guilty of, though, I throw gum out my window. Okay, that's different. I, I, ba- I agree. Like a banana Do you peel? throw gum out your window? Yes. I mean, I have before. I spit so it out. I've probably I done it, it. I spit it out. A thousand times. <clears throat> I chew gum till I get all the sugar out of it, and then I spit it or throw it okay. out the window. But I'm not, I'm not throwing my... I put my, another piece in. I'm not throwing my Happy Meal box <laughs> no. out the window. No. Or a, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup out the window. <laughs> no. I still can't believe you regularly... Order Happy Meal. It's my go-to <clears throat> meal at McDonald's. I've now amended it to where it's hamburger Happy Meal. It's always a, a conflict. Do I order the extra small carton of fries, the Craig carton, or do I go with apple slices? Ugh. What are they They're, charging these days for Happy Meal? I don't know. It's like four or five bucks, I think. That's a great I deal. I always they- upgrade the soda to a large Diet Coke. And now <laughs> I'll also throw in, I think it's either a four or a six-piece Nuggets. From the the value menu, Drab, can you tell me is it four or six piece? I don't know. I think, At McDonald's, mm. I think it's a six piece Nuggets for it like is. two bucks. So That's a solid meal. It's right the there. burger in a Happy Meal regular size. It's a regular hamburger from McDonald's. The regular hamburger. Yeah, it's not like it's a standard some shrunken hamburger. version. No, it's a standard yeah, hamburger. Yeah, but that's small. Yeah, but it's tiny. Yeah, that's it's smaller small. than a quarter pounder. Okay, but it's a, it's the same one they sell off the regular menu. Correct. Right. And what's the Happy Meal cost, did you say? I think Four it's like five-ish five bucks. bucks. Five bucks, yeah. There you but go. Then with all his add-ons, he's probably around <laughs> yeah, 10 dr- bucks. I drink upgrade <laughs> and I get six nugs. <laughs> Always with buffalo chicken, buffalo sauce, and ranch. For dip, proper what do you dipping. Do, what do you do with the toy? You always usually, ask for a girl toy I usually, or a boy toy? I usually <laughs> throw it away. Or if it's something like that my wife could give to like her kids at school, I just yeah, I just give it to her. Mm. But usually I, I just chuck it. Do you say <laughs> boy toy or girl toy? I always say boy toy. Boy toy. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. It's the boy toy. It's I'm a funny boy. to hear him say that. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm I always ask for toy. the boy toy, right? Yeah, it does yeah. sound strange. Am I going to ask for a girl toy? 
I think that's a dream, isn't it? <laughs> is there is there a part of you gets they get a little size to see what the toy is and what they're going to give you? Not really. It's usually just <laughs> trash from some sort of anime series that I've never heard of. So it's just. Doesn't really do anything for me. Right. I like to think of cakes in the bathtub playing with his, <laughs> playing with his McDonald's yeah, boy toy. I'm sure I do baths. Probably taking a bath in a, in uh, ten years. Uh, I took a bath yesterday. It's not it's not a thing for me. Amy shampooing his head <laughs> with no tear shampoo. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a thing, but I like I like the way your imagination works. All right, on the show today we've got Dylan Strome from the Washington Capitals. He will join us at eight forty five. They got a big one. A Big, massive one against the Flyers tomorrow night. And we'll talk Wizards with Jason Smith. He is a Wiz analyst for Monumental Sports Jason Smith's going to tell us how well the Wizards are playing. Well, we'll see if the Wizards can actually get a win in February, which they have been unable to do. I believe they play tonight. Tonight's a a leap day. Leap day. Leap year. 29th. February 29th. And coming up at 745, we will give you a chance to win two tickets to see Luke Brian at Jiffy Lube Live. We will play a game, TBD, to be determined. I know you'll be point. surprised by this, but I wanted to let you all know that <clears throat> we do get paid three times in the month. <laughs> yeah, well, I, um, <laughs> of the group Brickle. here, I knew that you would know that. You would know. be the guy. That's that's I know you're surprised that I know that. that. I, I probably need it more than I've ever needed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. cash flow. When we come back, we'll get into the junk sports page. Big news as far as where <clears> the <throat> next Commander Stadium could wind up being. We'll get into that and more. Next, here on The Fan. Need to stress to you, today is an open line Thursday brought to you by Window Nation. Searching for new windows and doors? Search windownation.com. Their windows are measured to fit the first time and installed by experts to last. Window Nation for your home because it's where you live. Let's get into the junk sports page. Some big doings, big news as far as the bill to transfer power over the RFK site. That you drive by all the time. That I drive by on a daily basis. Every single day you drive by Every it. single day. I drive by it on the way to work, uh-huh. but I can't see it on the way to work because it's freaking dark. Yeah, right, right. But I see it on the way home from work see every it. single day. Every day. Uh, all right, I'm just taking this from uh, ABC7news.com. <clears throat> but a house voted yesterday that to clear a path for the RFK stadium site to be revived. We kind of talked about this yesterday, right, E.B.? Yeah. Which could allow for the commanders, obviously, to come back to D.C. Bipartisan RFK Memorial Stadium Campus Revitalization Act passed with a vote of 348 to 55. And the bill will let the city enter into nearly a 100-year lease with the National Park Service. Right. The commanders, of course, are... uh, Still in the honeymoon period with new ownership, and they are obligated to play at FedEx through the 27 season. But after that, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but my <coughs> assumption is, and I think I mentioned this with Derek Force when I did a hit with him uh, this week, was that if you polled Commanders fans, I think probably like 90% would, would just all things being equal, rather have it at the old site. That'd be awesome, mm-hmm. right? In D.C., at the old site. Could this... Could this kind of divert Bowser and her whole team's yes, effort that's part of the if that was part to stay of the, here with the Caps and Wizards if they're really focused on the Commanders coming back to RFK? Yeah, that's part yeah. of the deal. I mean, if you yeah. if you read all the Washington Post articles, it seemed like Ted was a little bit hurt that <clears> Bowser <throat> seemed to focus more on the Commanders mm-hmm. right. than the Wizards and Capitals. Yeah, good. and so he said, "Okay, you're asleep at the wheel. You're mm-hmm. focusing on the Commanders." Let me see if I can move us to Alexandria. Now, now, to defend Bowser and the D.C. government, 
if you're going to choose between the NFL and a package of the NHL and NBA, you're going to choose the NFL. Yeah. I right. mean, you're 100 times out of 100. All things being equal, but you could also make the argument, one, facility is already there. Right. With two teams that are already there. Mm-hmm. So, but I think the opportunity look, to bring them back to D.C. supersedes them super-serving Ted Leonsis. Yeah, That's yeah. just my personal opinion. But I don't I, know what's going to happen with the Capitals and Wizards. I know yeah. that we had Monica Dixon on the show last week, and she was kind of filling in mm-hmm. on the legislation for Monumental and the move to Alexandria. I didn't even watch the piece. I'll admit this. But when I walked by the break room yesterday, there was the headline, another group opposing the move of the Capitals and Wizards. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's a lot of opposition from the city of Alexandria, a lot of from some of the people in the Virginia government. So who knows what's going to happen? Well, I, t- I talked to that same person that Jason talks to a lot that works over there at Monumental uh, this week when I was at the uh, a game. Mm-hmm. They're convinced that they're going to move. Yeah. That all that stuff's just going to, it's semantics and it's all going to be worked out. Yeah. But they're convinced. That's what they were telling us. So, I don't know. Who I mean, knows? I mean, the person that I think you're talking about says that they have company-wide meetings, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much on a weekly basis. Right. Explaining everything. Right. So, I mean, they're not just doing that to waste their time. I don't think they're doing it to bluff. <clears throat> they're not bluffing. But I also don't know, Cakes, why <clears throat> the city couldn't accommodate both. I guess they could Most try. Most cities do. They could try to. Yeah. Maybe they just feel like they have limited resources and can only allocate the resource, resources to one or the other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that true that most cities do, though? Because I'm just thinking <clears throat> New York doesn't really have the stadiums in the city. They're in New Jersey, mm-hmm. right? It's the football I do think teams that things and... are somewhat changing. There's no doubt. But, I mean, sort of historically. Well, I mean, look at Baltimore. They're right next to each other. Yeah, but they don't have that, four teams. True. But there are stadiums right next to each other in the city. Philadelphia. They're all right there, mm-hmm. right next to each other. So there are some examples. Yeah. Um, San Francisco, of course, moved out. Sam way out. The the apparently RFK is being slowly t- t- torn apart. Correct. Um, that, I don't that know what word. I don't yeah. know what you see uh, when you drive by it. Well, I mean, day, I'm but... sure parts of it are being <clears throat> taken care of. It but just like looks the, so old. The yeah, overall yeah. facade of the stadium still looks <clears throat> like it's intact mm-hmm. from where from where I drive by. Yeah. But I don't think they do anything. Like, at least for years, they kept it somewhat, you know, usable, and mm-hmm. it wasn't as big an eyesore when, like, DC United was there. But <clears throat> since Audi Field popped up, like, I don't – do they do anything there anymore? At RFK? Yeah. I don't think they do anything. No, no. no. Seats are all torn out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're taking it down, there's, they're not going to put people in it. Yeah, the I, last picture I saw, it looked like – Somebody's backyard where they hadn't cut it for years. Now they still horrible. do. They still will do like big concerts on the festival grounds there, but not actually inside right. the stadium. You mean right. like see, outside of it? Right. Yeah. Uh, I haven't driven by there in a long time, so I don't. I don't even know what it looks like. Are, looks are like there? Is butt. there? Is there construction going on outside of the stadium, putting up new homes or anything? That I don't know. Can't really tell. Couldn't tell you. I don't think so. I, don't, I mean, maybe. Maybe not, yeah. Well, you think there's like a new silly development of homes there? Well, I don't know. I, I know that's part of this this act that they want to put more homes out there, but I don't know how much yeah. room there is, to be honest yeah. with you. I just don't know how you do it also, too. It's just very same thing as like the Alexander thing, right, where the residents right around there, they don't really want to deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you want a stadium? I know the only guy I know that wants a stadium in his backyard is Drab. 
<laughs> Literally the only guy I know. Yeah, Jason said for years when it was talked about in loud he didn't want it there. I didn't want it. Right. Hey, there's a lot of people in Alexander who want their arena. Right. They're just not as loud. They're and vocal just not as loud, right? Because what's the guy's name that we had on the show that he was anti um, Andrew McDonald? McDonald, yeah. I mean that voice, he, he's loud. He's on the local news all sure. the time. As you but stick I, a mic in his face, he'll talk to but you. But I never really see people, um, you know, that are pro move. Grab should start a group for <laughs> the move. Yeah. Grab is your father-in-law yeah. still? Uh, is he losing any steam for it, or is he? No, you know, he's. He's uh, fired up still. Yeah. Absolutely. He's planted his flag, EB. He's anti. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, your father in law's anti. Anti, yeah. Anti. But you're pro. I'm pro. Does he know you're friction? pro or you don't really talk about it? No, I just listen to him, but I don't I don't really. You don't voice you your listen opinion. To him rant I, mean, I don't live in Alexandria, so. Right. But I will definitely park at his house and walk to the <laughs> arena. <laughs> it's a very good workaround. I like it. There's a, of course, you're going to drive to the arena. Duh. <laughs> That's what I. That's what well, I you always do. You drive. Yeah. Not if not if you are a Delray resident. Correct. It'd be silly. Delray. <laughs> as far as the naming rights for FedEx Field. Yeah. What are we, <clears> we supposed to call it? It's a great question. Commander Stadium. All right. I, Sounds I guess, terrible. I guess, yeah. I guess. Landover Stadium. Josh Harris apparently hired a uh, consulting firm to, right. to look for a, get a some new naming name. rights. Are they going? So that's going to end ASAP. Oh, they're taking the it's sign over. down. It's can't even call yeah. it. Is, yeah, yeah, is that sign still on? The I'm stadium? sure they're going to remove it. Yeah. like soon if it hasn't been done already. Yeah, but you're right. Maybe it's going to be Commander Stadium for until they get a new sponsor. They'll get a sponsor. I, didn't, I found it actually to be a low price. It was 15 million for it, two years. It seems low. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it, maybe but it's because it's, it's not. You can't really get a long term deal because they know that stadium's not here for the long run. Well, I'm thinking that the 15 million, the seven and a half million per year. I don't know when they signed with FedEx twenty years ago. I thought it was maybe fifteen that, per. Is it fifteen? Just seven and a half. I thought per? it was fifteen for two years. Oh, okay. Like that's the revenue they're losing. So even if it's fifteen million per, that mm-hmm. seems low. But maybe fifteen twenty years ago, whenever they agreed to it, it wasn't that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it seemed like a lot. I wonder what kind of company is it going to just be in like another bank? It's gonna. It's got to be a deep-pocketed company. Could it be like Costco could Stadium be, or could something? Could be Amazon. Amazon. Could Amazon be, Stadium. Because Amazon's got a huge presence could here. Be Geico, so. yeah. Remember Geico's... when uh, in Miami when Bang Bros wanted to do yeah. naming rights? I remember that. Yeah, I know. that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want my company name on that stadium. Because they all go it's poopy. Just... And that's the worst experience in the NFL. Well, Why I mean, would you yeah. want your name attached that to That is true. Like but they are tr- they're, they're trying to upgrade it some while they're still there. It's in the final years of a horrible stadium. I know we're going to. I'm going to play some audio from it, but on Grant and Danny, Jason Wright was on the show, and one of the things he said, and it depends on the deal you make, though, is, okay, a company may not want to associate themselves mm-hmm. with RFK or, I mean, uh, FedEx Field, but let's say they move to the RFK site with a brand new stadium. Mm-hmm. They might want in now, and then those rights transfer to the new location. By the way, oh, yeah. So you get your head, foot in the door. Fred up, Smith, yeah. the CEO of FedEx, he couldn't wait to take advantage of that loophole that was in the deal that if a new owner bought the team, oh, that, they, bail out. that they could yeah. opt out of the naming rights that's, deal. That's the reason. He yeah. couldn't wait to take the FedEx name off the stadium. Yeah. He gone. Being a jilted uh, former co-owner along with Dan Snyder. But eventually it's going to turn. I don't know when, but it's going to turn. Things are going to start. Good things are going to start happening right. to Commanders fans and, and the team and the stadium. And 
Hopefully they get a really good quarterback. That stadium has just been just, just trash for 15 years. <laughs> I and know. I remember we did the first show, the first ever broadcast mm-hmm. from from FedEx Field. We were, remember how we, pumped we were? We were marveling. Yeah, we were Paul like, Tagliabue like, came. I mean, we had amazing. the commissioner of the NFL standing <laughs> right behind us. Mm-hmm. Was it John Kent Cook? Yeah. Yes, correct. That was actually the first time Ryan Keel called into the show. And then Michael Westbrook caught that listening. touchdown late to beat the Cardinals in mm-hmm. that that op- the uh, stadium opener. Yep. Well, I know we've been, we've said it a million times, especially when the the whole new arena thing came out. But when I was at the uh, the Cap One Arena the other day for the Wizards game, I mean, I had a great experience. I mean, oh, yeah. what was wrong with it? I didn't understand what was wrong with it. And I guarantee you, it was loud every time out with entertainment and music oh, pumping. They, had bits going they on got the every, DJ every time out. Yeah. What was the halftime entertainment? Oh, I know the, I'm asking uh, the wrong person. You're but. asking the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know I've forgotten who they played. Yeah, Jim Connor. <laughs> there was like a version of that with you know, the guy. They had four guys out there dunking off the trampoline. Yeah, um, they kind of missed their signature at the very end. Mm-hmm. But they made so many incredible. By dunks. far the best halftime entertainment is is her name Red Panda. Yeah. Is yes. Red Panda. Yeah, she's she's she goes down to tech all the time. Well, the Bulls. Yeah, the yeah, balls the on the on the unicycle. She's the most. Imp- she might be the most impressive person on the planet. She's unbelievable. She's so sick. And I think she's played every stadium, oh, I mean, every arena. If, you would too if they said, "Hey, here's ten grand to go out and do do three minutes." Ten and a half. grand? You think she gets paid ten grand for? Oh, that? I think she gets I, a I, decent I, what? amount. What? They're not paying her like I mean, fifty bucks. I would guess she's she's making a it's, healthy chunk. I think she's if it's pretty, not ten, I bet you it's in the thousands. It, has she's to a be. pretty desired I mean, it could be two or three. She's but... in demand, JP. Yeah, I think she's pretty she's in an demand. demand act. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I, if she's getting paid 10 grand, I'd be <laughs> stunned. Definitely. Hey, you're going to go practice your unicycling. And <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you guys me bit. when I was riding. It, <laughs> says, it says 5000 5, per performance. There you wow. go. Okay, that's pretty close. Like I said, it's in All the right, It's still half of what he said. Five grand. Yeah, five grand. I mean... So impressive. We can't, she's doing we can't ex- it's, it's, it's legal to exaggerate. <laughs> yeah, it is legal, it is legal yes. to do that. Yeah. Full-blown legal. All right, don't forget, <laughs> later in the show, we are going to be joined by Dylan Strom from the Washington Capitals. He will be with us at 845. We'll preview Cap's big game against the Flyers this Friday. I'm glad Drab put this story on the outline because I saw it on social media a couple days ago, and it made me chuckle. The headline is, Mom Loses 800K Disability Case after photos of her winning tree-throwing competition surface. Now, this is from Ireland, and this woman, who was 36 years old, she was involved in a car accident back in 2017. She claimed she was left with a disabling condition oh after God. the car accident. Right. Uh, she was rear-ended in, in the car accident. Uh, she ended up quitting her job and receiving disability payments. So she argued that her previous and future lost income added up to over 500K. The only problem with that is she participated in, I don't even know this is a thing, a Christmas tree throwing competition (laughs) where there's a photo of her heaving what looks to be a pretty good sized Christmas tree in this competition, which she ultimately won. She won the competition. But the problem is it took place during the time where she claimed she had debilitating back and neck pain. Right. And the judge looked at the picture and said, "Oh, you're you're not you're, disabled. You're perfectly fine. You're completely scamming the system. <clears throat> you're you're just stealing money." Threw her case out. This said, is you're crazy. Finished throwing your case out. People get sized for fraud. Go back to work. 
is basically what he said. I, to I'm her. just amazed by that. People just get sites for fraud, and then they like they don't think about it. Just flaunting, you know, just like <laughs> like people do it all the time. I, I guess all the time. Wasn't it Wayne Fonts a long, long time ago? Yeah, that, it was. That like sued he had an issue work, workman's comp. And then I think they saw him like golfing or yeah. something like that. I remember like, that. What are you doing? So I'm guessing they tossed that out or didn't pay him. I would assume they would say these are fraudulent claims. Like, you claim- but also, how stupid is this woman? I mean, if you if you're going to get a bunch of money, <clears throat> yeah, what are you out there tossing Christmas trees? Don't for? go out there and publish. What'd she win? A hundred bucks? I don't. I don't like, I don't what do you win for that? I don't know what the prize money is for a Christmas <laughs> Christmas tree for life growing competition in Ireland. Is that the? Is that what you get? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Who turned her in? I don't know. Someone, had, know. someone had to have turned her in because Some, sh- someone the, had the her com- on phone. The insurance company is not like checking up on her. Uh, all I know is it's a solid action shot of her chucking this Christmas tree. I don't know how far it is, but it looks like she's giving it a solid heave. Right. And it completely completely flies in the face of her saying, you know, she can't lift anything. She's got back and neck pain. I'd say AI generated. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. You, that's what you got to exactly. say now. That's who you blame. You just got to say it's AI generated. <laughs> it's a good outcome, though. She shouldn't be getting disability. Of course. Yeah, you're right. Of course. I think it's probably one of the prime offenders are people that claim to be, like, uh, disabled from car accidents, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see him a couple years later. Right. And that was her bit. They're that playing was, golf. That or, was her claim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. I, my, years ago when I got into a car accident, years ago, so it's mm-hmm. been years. Okay. I slightly hit this woman from behind. I was probably going one mile per hour. Okay. She ended up getting $17,000 from my insurance company really? for disability. You, no, you... you you nudged her. So you were going 10 miles an hour. I was going one mile per one hour. One mile per hour, I don't even think she'd feel it. <laughs> Richard. I know that's the point. She but... was at a light, all right, right? Yeah. She was, gonna, she was waiting to go right on right, and I was right behind her, and I s- started to speed up a little bit. I was not going 10 miles per yeah. hour. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> right. Bottom line is, she complained to the insurance company, filed a disability thing, got eight seventeen. Which grand. got hit harder, that woman's bumper or or the light in the parking lot when we were having beers at the uh, at that spring break beach bar? I won't mention who was driving. Oh, I was, dra- but it driving. was dra- <laughs> oh, yeah, driving. Oh, when I turned the car back in, yeah. yeah. Did they notice? No, I don't think nothing ever happened. Right. I don't think anything happened. I think you got off scot-free. The bumper was all smashed up, and they never said anything. When you guys were all at the breakers, I was shocked (laughs) playing poker with Dave Richard, and then I went through the Burger King (laughs) drive-thru. And even though I'm the world's best driver, I hopped the curb, and I felt like I scraped the you-know-what out of the car. I looked at it. It it was good. Right. It was good. Dodged the bullet. Big time dodge the bullet. Hmm. Well, just going back to Jason's story there for a second, or your story, you you, you brought up about the car accidents <laughs> mm-hmm. and the fraud and everything. I got back into the uh, chiropractor wormhole <laughs> yesterday. Oh, Reacquired. Yeah, I don't know. Now, you did say it's mostly hot chicks well, getting those are the their ones backs I, cracked. Those are the ones that have millions of views, right? <laughs> yeah. So I got into, so there's, I guess there's been a trend of the last couple of years too now where on Instagram, women are breastfeeding to show their tiggles. Okay. Like blatantly uh-huh. showing their tiggles between, you know, when the baby or, right. or the toddler right. goes sure. from one breast to the <laughs> other. Like, it, you should be all over this, uh, Valdez. So I checked it out. And then I got into the wormhole of chiropractors adjusting people's coccyx. 
bone. Okay. Have you ever seen that before? No. What the so, hell? So, you know, your coccyx bone it's like is your, your tail bone. It's your tailbone, right? It's your tailbone. If you ever, and there are chiropractors in there. I mean, it's pornographic. <laughs> and there's there's a ton of videos. They, they're basically, they're thumbing down there <laughs> where the sun don't shine, and they're adjusting people's coccyx bones. And I bet it feels silly. Yeah, that's and there's just how white folks will they, do. They, they have millions of views. That's mm. just how white folks will do you. People are watching like G-rated porn. Yeah, on YouTube. It's You're watching. People it. got nothing going <laughs> on in their life. I got like three views. There's five million views on some of these videos. I, I fell into that wormhole yesterday. Because, <laughs> the toxic bone too. Well, that and because you mentioned it on the show, so, so it showed up on I your typed feed. in Doctor Cipriano, and then yeah. now my feed is now littered with him, and I started watching it. He doesn't do toxic bone things. No, does he? he had some like huge woman in there who hadn't walked in years or hadn't left the house in right. years, and he cr- cracked her back, and she was feeling <laughs> silly. Then some poor Indian kid who was bent over at the waist. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, those so, guys, they and, have that. They, I forget what they call that. Yeah. That, that, the next issue. Oh, seven treatments later, the kid's standing t- like 6'4". Yeah, <laughs> silly posture. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty silly. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm telling my youngest, you, you rarely see female chiropractors, right? I think because you got to be like strong mm-hmm. to do some of that stuff. I'm like, be a, please be a chiropractor. You're going to change people's lives. <laughs> Are you doing that selfishly so you can go and just get hooked? Yeah, I'd like future? to get treatment. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get treatment. I see your I see your hustle over there. I see but, what's going on. Yeah, I honestly started to think: are, is he is he? Are you watching it now, Valdez? <laughs> this chiropractor had some dude putting his knees up to his chest <laughs> while he's on his back, yeah. butts up in the air. Yeah, he yeah. Thinks, he's, he's taking his thumb, thumb right? Yeah. Where the sun don't shine. Watching this? What? It's unbelievable. <laughs> I think I'd rather just my coccyx be out of place or just be banged up rather than I gotta ask, deal with that. You know, my mother has had quite a few falls through the years. Yeah. And one year she broke her coccyx bone. Yeah. I wonder if she, when she went to rehab, if she was getting her coccyx bone uh, readjusted. This is tearing the ass out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Maybe. Maybe just maybe it's been out of place all this time. I don't yeah. know. I got maybe I should send her back to PT. <laughs> I think Valdez is going to do a career change, right? I mean, Can you imagine that they do this at a chiropractor's office? That's the stinkiest thumb in America. <laughs> oh, yeah, you better wash that blicky. I saw one of the doctors times. say though that you got to. Make sure you do it with modesty. Make sure that they keep their pants on. Well, yeah. You know, you don't do it like the Michigan State trainer or whatever that guy oh, was Larry doing. Larry Nasser. Yeah, he's Larry like, Nasser. He's one of the worst people on the planet. He probably told every every female that she had a, a bad coccyx uh, bone or something. Yeah, he's but, an but evil this, person. It, this headline is, is the greatest fear. It says, one year ago, Inside Edition, woman paralyzed after chi- chiropractor visit. Oh. After next adjustment. Yeah. No, it does scare you. Well, there was one guy that killed a woman instantly. Yeah, yeah, you're like he did something. I think it severed a major artery. Donked off. <laughs> it does scare you. That's why Jason doesn't let him really do the neck adjustment. <clears throat> I don't like it. No, it's uncomfortable. It feels amazing. I mean, after the fact, afterwards. yeah. The Y strap adjustment. That's Doctor Cipriano's. Uh, that's his calling card. Some guys just do it with a dub's towel. He's got a whole strap. He's got a system. Right. But now you got to see, because Cipriano's smart. He, he has a lot of hot chicks. I wonder if he's doing, I don't see any coccyx adjustments. <laughs> it's the word of the you day love, on the you show. You love that word. You love the first part of it. <laughs> yeah.
No, you like that. No, uh, yeah, you're the one yeah, saying yeah. it. I haven't said it once. I like coxic bone adjustments. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we will tell you how the Washington Commanders scored on the 2024 NFLPA report card. Spoiler alert. Not good. They didn't get a lot of good grades. We'll dive into that next here on The Fan. The Junction. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just go to CropMetcalf.com. You can join their team today. So we wanted to get into this NFLPA list of rankings for all 32 NFL teams. These are done anonymously by the players. They're polled, and then they come up with a, a grading system on, it looks like, seven, six or seven different categories. Treatment of families, food slash cafeteria, nutritionist, dietitian, locker room, training room, Training staff and weight room. Actually, there's 11 categories. There's more than that. From, okay. From what I'm counting here. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the ones that I have listed here, those mm-hmm. first seven. Start with the first one. Treatment of families. That one's a surprise. Commander I, scored an F minus. What, what what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I, I, I do know what it means. Accommodating at all? They yep. don't have family rooms during games, mm-hmm. and they don't have family rooms at the training facilities. So. You know when we've been to Wizards games mm-hmm. and Capitals games and they have the Caesars Lounge and you would go back there and then there was a family room? Right. They and don't I have one of those. Of that. I think that I, makes sense because I, I think see Obi's wife going back yeah, there. Yeah, I think right. as you approach the Caesars Lounge on the left, Correct. there's a, a separate dedicated spot where the players, friends, and families can hang out. I'm, I'm guessing there's catered food, like a spot where Correct. they can just, you know, like be by themselves and hang out pre and post game. For Maybe some reason, I was in there one time where they merged the two and right. I had a pass. Okay. And it was, I mean, I didn't know who they were, but you could just tell they were players' wives. And so I guess they don't have, they're not the only team. From what I read in the post article, there are a few teams. But to me, that's something that, 
they could address pretty easily, you would think. Because that's embarrassing. That, that well, where are you going to put them? I don't know. You find like, a room. Give them a suite. Yeah, like at, at FedEx or uh, the artist formerly sold. known as FedEx. There has to be a spot. Who was number one on that list of f- treatment of families? Uh, the what, Niners got an A minus. Figure in out that what category. they're doing. The Vikings got an A. The Dolphins got an A minus. Yeah. Yeah, you just look at the, the Cowboys got an A minus. I'm not surprised by this. I understand that Josh Harris is now the owner, but for years, obviously, Dan Snyder, who's an awful person. Right. He's an awful person mm-hmm. at his core. I'm not surprised they were getting F's and D's. They, were, they got this last year. They got yeah. these bad grades last I know, I year. I feel like we just did this. But Josh right. Harris and, and these, I believe these uh, these players were pulled in October. Yeah. And it's now just being released. Right. So you can't really blame Josh Harris. Josh oh, Harris actually got a him. B. Yeah. He got a B. Like they graded individual owners. He finished in yeah. the middle at 18. And he's going to change. He got a B. I guarantee he changes yeah. a lot of this. He's probably, at, what, that's $75 million in enhanced or whatever. Yeah, he's right. going to change. So these grades are going to be different next year. Well, the, the things that jumped out at me, and Cakes, you can go through it one by one, but and some of them go hand in hand. So treatment of, of families, F minus. The cafeteria and the food, mm-hmm. D+. plus. Hmm. All right, so that all goes hand in hand. So this is at, at, at Redskins Park or Commander's Park, whatever right. they call and it. And we're at the stadium probably yeah. on game days. Like, so the family's not being set up for, you know, happiness and success. Terrible food at the cafeteria. See, that one and I then, that's what I don't really understand, I, certainly of all of these. Like, you're paying these players millions and millions of dollars. Their bodies... And that are their engines for what what you're paying them for, <laughs> and you're not gonna you're not gonna give them proper nutrition and like the Chargers I saw like on the players off day the cafeteria is not even open <laughs> like so like they have they have to fend for themselves their and yeah it's just weird that teams would skimp especially on food and nutrition for these multi million dollar athletes that they. That they want to keep in prime condition. And again, going hand in hand. The other one that I think goes hand in hand with that. And then we can talk about the other categories. So treatment of families, food cafeteria, and team travel. Right. Like those are just amenities that you think you could give them Mm -hmm. a really good experience. And then this is where I think it affects free agency. Ultimately, free agents come for the most money, right? But. Do you really want to go to a place that's a dive that's got bad food, bad mm-hmm. facilities? Because then we can get into it. Their locker room sucks. The yeah. players all say their lockers are too small mm-hmm. and that there were sewage leaks. Well, that mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with the old right. decrepit stadium. Like the, that should be rectified with, with the new stadium. But you got to make some sort of like temporary fixes. But I don't know if the sprucing up the locker rooms for your team and the visitors, whatever you have to do to make it better in the short term. Harris and his group, they're going to see these grades, and I would I would assume they know they're going to start him. pouring oh, some money they, they into improving. It. And look, Adam Peters, they obviously, know about all this. Adam Peters came from San Francisco where they were getting good grades right. in some of this, so he he knows how and to treat the players. Eventually, they're going to have a state-of-the-art training facility, I would guess, <clears> close to wherever the new stadium is, whether that's at RFK, wherever it winds up. Like, Commander's Park is going to be no more. Like, that thing is on borrowed time. It is, but I'm not convinced it's going to be. They might still want to have a base in Virginia. Maybe, but, but they, like they're going to have an upgraded base. So like they can't sure. keep like bringing people to Commanders Park and saying this is our this facility. Is our spot. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. What about team travel? They get an F for team travel, 31st in the uh, in the league. They don't is, like is that plane. Is or that something? the hotels they're staying in in city? Are they staying in the Holiday Inn Express <laughs> instead of the Ritz? Or how does that work? 
We'd know. have to, we would have to ask Jonathan Allen about that stuff. Right. Hey, uh, just to switch gears, because mm-hmm. this is pretty big. Adam Schefter just tweeted this moments ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not a good look either All for right. the owner. Attending his first combine as the Washington Commander's owner, Josh Harris has sat in and taken part of each of the six interviews that the team has conducted with the top quarterback prospects in the draft. Most owners don't attend the combine. Well, Jer- Harris is not only in Indianapolis, but a part of the quarterback interview process. I mean, I thought we got rid of the owner who's going to be part of it. I don't. Maybe it's a red flag. You're giving flag. him a pass because his name's not Snyder. No, no, I don't, if his I, name was Snyder, you would be livid. I don't yeah, think it's that, that huge true. of a deal. If his like, name was Snyder, you would be saying, now, if they have a GM, it's the GM's job. Why is the owner involved? He's supposed to let the GM do it all. Now, I agree that once once it comes down to the decision, doesn't look good. Peters, I would agree. It Peters look good. has to make the decision. Eric, it doesn't look good. I'm not. I don't. I'm torn on but, it. I don't know. But again, we don't really know. I don't think it's that. Is big he of just video. there? Just kind of maybe take... he's just there because he wants to just drink it all. Right, in. Like it's his yeah. first. It's his first chance to be at the combine as an NFL owner. He, he wants, wants to see, see how what it's about. He might not do it two or three years from now, but the first go around, he's like, "Hey, I want to see what it's about. I want to see what the interview process is like." I, you know what? To me, that big nothing. Well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I mean, also, and he's, and, he's a new, and he's a new owner. All right, so the, the the story, so the tweet says that most owners don't go to yeah. combine, right? But he's new. This is the first year, first full year, anyway, of getting the team. Well, we know that Dan so, used to do it, so that's what taints it. Yeah. It doesn't look good, but we have no idea if he's asking questions or what well, questions listen, he's asking. It says he's taking part. I okay, know, but who I'm knows, sure. but who so knows what on. that means. Right. I'm going to give him the best of that. And believe me, I said from day one, we don't know if this guy's any good or not. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I kind of I don't blame him. This pick is going to set the tone for the first five to ten years. Absolutely. Yeah, but you don't want him falling in love with the guy and then influence the decision. And it might not be the right guy. If Josh Harris falls in love with somebody, he may if, make the call. Let me give you a What if Josh Harris is like me, an elite people reader? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he's an elite people reader, I want him in there. Yeah, well. I want and I want his input. I mean, it, Dan Quinn said it clearly. I think this Adam is a Peters, big red flag. Adam Peters is making the final call. I would. You would think. That's what he said. Let's let's hope that's the case. I think it's a red flag. You can chime in eight hundred six three six. Oh, Commanders fans are not going to be happy. Until proven about this. otherwise, I'm giving Cakes. him a pass. Not a red flag. Cakes. I'm not. Concerned. I'm sorry, but if Commanders it was Dan Snyder, you would say it's a red flag. Yeah, yeah you know why? Why can't he do the exact record. same thing? Why? Because that Dan Snyder has done 25 years of of horrible ownership right. and mismanagement under Daniel Snyder, and we know That's he's doing the exact no, same not, thing. Not necessarily. What if he's just sitting in and he wants to observe the process? He's an We're not saying you're you're assuming that he's coming in there and he's making the final call. He might just be observing. He's asking questions and stuff, but he just wants to be sort of a part of it, but he's going to defer to the And to he's the, the owner. He has the right to be in on whatever he wants. Like if the owner of Odyssey came in and said, I want to sit in and watch the junks do their show, you know what we would say? Okay, pull up a seat, Mr. Field. Watch us do the show. Mm-hmm. You own the freaking company. Of course. Well, right. of course we'd say, yeah, we wouldn't want him in here. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be, want him here. Wouldn't ideal, I, I wouldn't tell but, him get out, but right. I wouldn't want him here. Right. And... and Using that analogy, it probably would affect the product. We would probably be slightly different because the guy's here. At this stage in my career, I'm not sure I would I think there's a a lot being made of nothing here, of Harris just sitting in and You don't think it's a big deal. The reason why it's it's a big big deal deal with Snyder is because he was actually meddling. Making the pick. He was making the the pick. pick. And, I mean, 
Jay Gruden, those guys were complaining weeks before the draft that this was going to be a owner pick. He went out. Snyder was the guy going out and picking free agents. He he obviously drafted Haskins. Spent money on Hainsworth when he, he shouldn't out, have. Yeah, so if, if Harris is doing that, okay, then it's, right. then it's you know, Snyder to, uh, B. <laughs> but I, I don't think that. It's going to be like that. I don't think if it's this be. was I David think Peters will be. If doing this, this was David Tepper, you'd be all over him. Yeah. Oh yeah, because his his behavior leading up to this point has been weird in and irrational. I don't Harris know. Harris to this point has not has not set off alarm bells. I don't know whether it's true or not, but hasn't it been at least speculated about that in Carolina, Frank Reich and. The coaches kind of wanted C.J. Stroud. That right. was the rumor, yeah. But Tepper was all in on Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yep. So my point is, him just being in the room, even if I'm going to go with you, he doesn't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm, when I, they start having discussions, questions. he might have somebody that he just has the goo-goo hey, eyes hey, for. If we start getting reports that Harris made the pick instead of Peters, then yeah. it becomes a huge story. As of right now, he's sitting in on a, a quarterback interview it's not going to sit in on, on linebacker interviews. This is the most important pick for the franchise in probably 20 years. Uh, the, the owner deserves to be in the room when you're interviewing the potential candidates to play quarterback. Adam Schefter is tweeting it out because it is not common. Mm-hmm. That it, that it actually fine. sticks out like a sore thumb that he, he deems it newsworthy. JP. And again, he writes, most JP. owners don't attend the combine Harris is not only in Indianapolis, but a part of the quarterback Until, interview process. Well, JP, JP it's, it does say most owners. All right. So I think some Jerry owners Jones do. Is, Jerry is Jones is a prime like example, he's but he's here. a huge decision maker. Yeah, of right. course. He's a GM. Yeah. yeah. Listen, until proven otherwise, I think it's, 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 you know, it's fine. If he starts making all the football decisions, then you got a problem. I don't That's believe Josh problem. Harris is going. I don't believe Josh Harris is going to go to Adam Peters and say, "This is the guy I want." No, I don't. I don't, I don't see that happening. That. I think he's very interested in the most important the process, decision yeah. that's going to set the tone for this franchise for the next five to ten years, and he probably wants to see who they're thinking about picking. Yeah. All right, we'll take your calls on this next of the MGM National Harbor listener lines eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. To you, is it a big deal that Josh Harris is sitting in on the quarterback interviews in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine? We'll take your calls on that next at 800-636-1067. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're about to start taking your calls on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 800-636-1067. Adam Schefter just tweeted out a couple minutes ago that Josh Harris will be sitting in on the quarterback interviews at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Will be and already has. Big deal or not a big deal? Where do you come down on his participation in these interviews. All right. Ultimately, I don't think it's that big of a deal. However, there is a possibility that a businessman, the owner of the team, who has every right to do whatever he wants to do, mm-hmm. could influence the pick. He may be seeing it from a different eye. You've got the talent evaluators, but he may be seeing it from a marketing eye, which is not necessarily a bad thing for a business. But. If you're going for just the marketing guy, like he sees six guys and he's like, well, this guy, I could sell him as the face of the franchise better than these other guys. I don't even want that going into the yeah, But why do you think it's a equation. marketing angle? Could just be a, like he just wants to read the soul. Oh, I'm just throwing guy. out a possibility. You're right. Could be. But I, I don't want his voice heard in a meeting room where they're deciding on who to go with. He's you know what pro- I mean? He has every mean- right to be. Listen, as long as he's not making football decisions. Right. But if he's in there and he's like, listen, like here, here's how I can rationalize it. That guy is by far the most successful guy in the room. Okay. He's made a billion major decisions. He's just, he's just, he's just asking questions like you would in any interview and he's gathering information and he might be able to provide these guys with some insight on something. Nothing football related, but just maybe character related or. Personality related. JP, you're right. If he's actually making the decision, it's a bad move. Yeah. If he's not, it's not that big of a deal. I think his input would be okay. He's empowered people before in his his other organizations to make decisions when it comes to personnel. Mm. Like he's done this with the six. I just want him to take it all in. I don't want him saying, you know, Adam, I I really like that kid. If he doesn't even know what a a 10 yard out is. Well, then you defer to him. You say, listen, Adam, I defer to you. But I really like that guy, or that guy rubbed me a little wrong way. So you guys do whatever you want to do, but there's something about him that just bugs me a little bit. So yeah. just make sure you're you're good. I'm with fine. It. But that can influence sure. Adam Peters' final call. Well, he's the most successful guy in the room. I might want his input, not on football, not on if he can uh, process things or if he can make the right call. Right. Read. What he thinks of the guy as a person. Yeah. Like what, what his, say, his yeah. view is if on his, his personality. If his name was Dan Snyder, you would have been livid about this. Only because Dan Snyder has yeah. proven yeah, history. Oh, he's just okay. yeah. botching Look, everything. Ultimately, it's going to be about wins and losses. That's how we're going to judge Josh Harris when it's all said and done. Even all of these grades that we were just talking about in the NFLPA, I think the Dolphins finished number one. It's not like Dolphins fans are cheering, woohoo, we finished number one in the NFL PA survey. The Chiefs got they want to win. The Chiefs got a lot of horrible grades. I think the owner that, got an that, F. In that survey. Yeah, they and did. All and they won Super Bowl. Su- they just win Super Bowls. Yeah. I think the owner got crushed by his own Super Bowl winning players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, again, those are the players and not the fans. All right, let's hit the phones. All right, Maurice in St. Mary's. What's Maurice think? What's up, Mo? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey, thanks for taking my call. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a red flag only because 
is like you don't want to really meet the owner because later on he can ask the owner questions and go over top of the GM because he got to meet him and all that type of stuff like that. Even though you're going to meet him, but you don't want to say Not necessarily. Yeah, I, not I, don't think this, I don't think this is going to be a rehashing of, of Dan Snyder, you know, playing favorites yeah. to Clinton Portis and exactly. Deion Sanders. I, I don't think that's happening. No, only thing I'm saying, because you should be, if you can dialogue a person, then you should be in the next room, all these cameras and stuff, you should be in the next room while they interviewing so you can get that read on them. You don't need to see where he can, he can sit there and watch you, and then he can, you know, make up stuff. If you're in another room and you're watching him, you will get a better read on him because you get to see him and he will never know you there. <laughs> so you want, like, the, the one-way glass, like he's in an yeah. interrogation room. Right. Okay, I, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> you only have 15 minutes with these prospects. Right. Josh Harris, no offense, like opens his mouth at all in the interview process. That's a waste of time. Right. If he's not, if he's not, doesn't have input. In my opinion, if he's one of 32 owners doing this, it's inappropriate. And, hey, and he at, may be sitting in the corner. He's not, and not one not, of 32. Not asking a single question. He might be. Know. Adam Schefter says this is extremely rare. Well, you know Jerry's there. Okay. Well, you, want, the you, you want him to be Jerry Jones? No, but but Jerry is the owner who's okay. also in okay. there. Do you, want Josh, do you want Josh Harris to be like Jerry Jones? Say again? Do you want Josh Harris to be anything like Jerry Jones? No, I'm just saying he's no. not the only one. No. That's all. So let's just get the facts straight. Ex- okay. He's if, not the I only said, one. if he is. Okay, but you know he's not. All, well, we said, uh, all we said for the first, all summer, he hires the right people and lets them do their job. Right. Let them do their job, Josh. Well, Sit we don't, in the other we don't room. know that Sit in the fact. hotel room. No, no, know. we Listen, were told All that. I ever said is we have no idea if he's going to be good or bad. But I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. We were excited about the people you hired here because of their reputation. But Sixers fans, and I don't know about Devils fans, but Sixers fans wouldn't necessarily agree with that. What if it's a tie? <clears throat> the evaluators, Adam Peters, Cliff Kingsbury, all the coaching staff, they're kind of torn. Some of them like Drake May. Mm-hmm. Some of them like Jaden Daniels. You and that want... owner's like, you know what, I kind of like no, whatever. This Jayden is easy. Daniels. Tie goes to the, to the football guys. Whoever if, the football guys like. My point is, he could influence the decision. If he's not there, he's not the combine. He's not in the room. He's not influencing the decision. But just him being there could influence the decision. Okay, it, it might be a good positive influence. Sure, he might be the possible. best. He might be the best soul reader in the group. It's possible. He's the most successful guy in the room. Snyder could have been uh, lucky no. too. No, it turns out Snyder was awful at it. That's the yeah. thing. We have a track record. Well, he was an awful person. Look, if post-draft we start hearing reports that Drake May was the guy that everybody wanted, Pickle. but then Josh Harris wanted Jaden Daniels, and they picked Jaden Daniels, and it doesn't work out, then then we're going to have the knives out at that point. But I, I don't think it's a huge – I think it's being overblown that he's just in the room observing the interviews. I don't know whether he's asking questions to these guys mm. or not. I don't know his level they of said participation. Per- they said participating, so I yeah. assume he's asking a question. He might be, yeah. Schefter just said part of the interviewing process. Right. All right. Let's that go to Mike in Fairfax. Mike, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate you taking my call very much. Great show, as always. Thanks, sir. So, uh, EB, e- I agree with you. Drab just made an incredible point, though, about uh, uh, the Harris asking questions and t- taking up time, un- uh, unnecessary time. But here's the big difference, Okay. The difference between Snyder and Harris is Snyder based uh, his uh, reason. Well, he didn't reason at all when he picked players. He was similar to a child. He used emotion. The difference is, is that uh, and with uh, with Harris and with Peters, they use analytics. They are the adults in the room. But but I, uh, if if um, Harris does make the deciding uh, to, uh, the, the the final decision, 
that would be a huge red flag. But he's too smart for that. I don't think he's going to do that. My, my other question would be this. How does Adam Peters feel about him? That's the big question. How does Adam P- Peters being, feel about him being in the room as well? I would like to know that as well. well. My, my, I, yeah, I have no idea. But What's he going to say? He's a yeah. new employee. I, mean, I guess he's amenable to it. It's, <laughs> it's his boss. <laughs> if your boss says, I want to sit in on the interview or sit in yeah. on whatever you're doing, you're generally going to say, even yeah. if you're not a big fan of it, okay. He sure, might not love it, but we, we have no idea. If we get reports that this decision was influenced by Josh and that Josh was vetoing the football people, then we have a problem. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We can all agree. But at this point, I think he gets the benefit of the doubt. He's new. He's new to this process. He's new. It's a ma- major decision. It's going to set the tone for the next five to ten years. I, I, just, I can understand him wanting to be there. I just don't think he's going to turn into David Tepper. I don't, I don't think, think so. he's going to turn into that guy all of a sudden. I, don't I mean, think so. has he had that reputation with either the Sixers or the Devils? I don't. I haven't heard that. I don't. I just don't think that's going to happen. Let's go to Antoine. Antoine, what's up? Good morning, fellas. Hello, hey, buddy. Sound, sound the alarms. This is a huge red flag. Um, fasten your seatbelts. We're still on the commander's roller coaster that we all know and love. Yep. I, I just don't. I don't think it, it, it's a good look that he's sitting in on the interviews. What business does he have sitting in on the interviews? Um, and I feel like for you guys that are saying, what if he has no input and he's just sitting in just to try and take it all in? I think that that could cause some sort of domino effect, meaning that let's say the football people make the wrong decision and he was sitting in on these interviews and later feels after they make the wrong decision, or we learned they may have made the wrong decision on quarterback, he may feel like, you know, I had my eyes on the right guy. And that may lead to him feeling like he should have intervened and maybe intervening in the future. You know, so I don't know. I just feel like he should be letting the football guys work and cook up and do what they do. That's what he hired them for. And even when you say that he may just want to go to the combine, it's his first one, he just wants to take it all in. To me, that's some Dan Snyder fanboy stuff. Like, what, what are we talking about? You just want to walk around and, wow, this is all he just nice. Inv- and he just cool. invested. Listen, guys, I just don't think it's realistic. Thank you, Antoine, for your call. I do appreciate it. That's like an alarm clock. He just invested $6 billion, <clears throat> right? It's the largest investment. It's not all his money, right? What was he, 20 30% of it? But mm-hmm. he, the, the largest investment of his life – he wants to be a little bit involved. I think we all would. He doesn't Solo have to necessarily. Solo Cup Harris loves being part of the football team. <laughs> Say again? Solo Cup Harris loves uh, he being the, part of the he football likes the team. Party. And he likes just being in on the action. Like and if it was somebody else, we'd be, gr- we'd be grilling him. I'm looking at some of the comments to Schefter's tweet. Mm-hmm. And we have mentioned Tepper. This guy writes, hopefully he makes as good a choice as Tepper did. It's, there's going to be a cloud now over the choice of quarterback. I don't think there's going to be a cloud. Concerned. Not if it hits. This is me not if it hits, cloud, if it, if it, hits it doesn't matter. If RG3 had stayed healthy, it wouldn't have mattered. If Haskins had worked out, it wouldn't have mattered. No, no. There'll be no Didn't. cloud if it hits. Right. Of course. Right. Yeah, so how can you say there's going to be a cloud now? There's not going to be a cloud if it hits. Mm. Okay. That's, that, might be, that might be untrue because if it hits, then all of a sudden Harris becomes emboldened to think that he has the magic touch and can figure out well, what that's players. If, if that's, that's, you're assuming that he's making the final call. I'm assuming, I'm taking it as Josh he, is he's just sitting in. there with his feet up, doing no, nothing? He's, he's, he's evaluating these guys' character, their answers, and, he's pro- and, and, if, and if asked, he's going to give his input on the people, the person. 
It's all about now, the people. If he wanted, he, I, I would assume he gives zero Bickle. football analysis. Zero. All the people. All the people. But, but again, we just don't know what his input is. We just don't know. I can. I, like, that's my guess. I, I'm going to guess that Adam Peters is the guy making the absolutely. ultimate decision. If he didn't want I the top personnel you. guy. And we're going to find out in a couple of years like, if that's not true. If he wanted to make all the picks himself, why did he go to the trouble of hiring Adam Peters and getting the search committee to find Adam Peters and bring him in here? Because he can't do the it day by day. It doesn't make sense. And he doesn't care about drafting the seventh round guy. Here's It's going to come down to wins and losses in the end. And I don't know enough about the New Jersey Devils, but in the last 10 years, they made the playoffs twice. The Sixers have been underwhelming, but a contender. I think it's a franchise that that will win 50 games. Yeah, the first five years were very rough. Right. He was part of the process. Mm -hmm. And the last five years or so have been better with poor playoff results. Some of that's bad breaks because Joel Embiid always gets hurt. Listen. Yeah, but there could be certain decisions that ownership slash front office makes that could push, push them over the edge. And for whatever reason, there, there's been a blockade. Um, Sixers fans will tell you that. <laughs> They've had teams that they thought could win NBA championships, and they haven't. No one has <clears throat> been more dubious about this ownership group mm-hmm. than me in terms of they. we have no idea what they're going to be like. But I am giving him the benefit of the doubt of sitting in on the interviews for this massive decision. Trabby's not a fan, right? I, I, I think the wording of, of, of Schefter's tweets are important. He says, Harris has sat in and taken part of each of the six interviews that they, they have conducted with the top quarterbacks. Everyone who's called in his defendants has said, he's just taking a look around, seeing what's all about. Why is he only in the quarterback interviews if he's just looking around? They have 60 interviews this week. Because the quarterbacks be... are more important than anything else. Right. That's why. Right. So he shouldn't. So if he's just looking around, seeing how the No, I don't doubt that he's asking questions. Made, I don't doubt that he's asking questions. He, sh- he better be in all 60 interviews then. Why? Those The other ones aren't as important. This is a massive important. Yeah, because that, that's he, wants he, wants, he wants to influence this one. It. He's influencing no, it. Maybe. I mean, I don't. Listen, he just paid. Uh, two three billion dollars of his own money. I think he's okay if he wants to give a character evaluation of a guy he's going to give fifty million dollars so, to. So if he says I don't like, uh, I didn't really like Jaden's attitude in that one. I didn't Adam, like his smile. Think I think, Adam, I, I think, think Adam, Adam Peters should take the most successful guy in the room's opinion and then use it or not. It's up to you. It's his call. But I think it's information. Yeah, for mm-hmm. him, for it's information. For Adam Peters, his opinion is a data point. It's a data takes point. Data point. Put, Valdez had a data the, point. The calculation. Jane Daniels, he, the data point he gave up is he had all the teammates' names in there. He loved it. Maybe, maybe uh, Josh picks up on something like that. I don't. I don't think. Why was it wrong for Snyder to do that? He may have just because been a data he had point. Twenty-five years of running the franchise into the Dan ground. Dan made the call. He, he make, overruled he's everyone. He's making yacht picks for for Dwayne Haskins when everybody in the football room said right. this is a horrible pick. Right. That's why. That's the difference. Now, if we find out he's making the pick and he's overruling everybody, then you got yeah, a problem. If Harris gets, starts piling. But we don't eight, have that information. I don't want to relitigate the Haskins thing. But there were people here that said, "Oh, he's a first round grade." Who? Who said that? I don't have the audio, but it wasn't outrageous to draft Dwayne Haskins. I know who wasn't who saying that. Jay grade. Gruden wasn't Jay saying Gruden that. Jay Gruden didn't want him, that's for sure. Pe- all the football we people. We all knew in advance that that was a Dan Snyder a, pick. Didn't one of the football people say they got physically ill when they had to make the Dwayne Haskins pick? <laughs> like they, they got sick to their stomach. Now, I, I don't want to sully a, a, his memory passed way too early. All right, real quick. Last, so we're going to sidetrack. Last call. Richard and Waldorf. Richard. What's Richie think about this? 
Hey, Rich. Well, gentlemen, good morning to hey, you. Hey. Hey, Rich. Adam Shetner has done just what he'd wish to do, which is create sensationalism around the Washington commanders. This is a non-issue. Josh Harris, as a first-time owner, should be interested in the total process of the combine. I would do the same thing. And the reason I say he's Shetner has created sensationalism about the commanders, which is ongoing after the last 20 years, just listening to your show, this is, you have made this an issue, which I really don't see it being an issue. Harris has no history of interfering with any of his sports teams. You have heard nothing about that. As it says, most owners don't attend. However, some owners are. So why is this a story? I think he has every right to be involved as far as a first-time owner to understand the total process of the combine. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate the call. I basically agree. We'll continue to take your calls on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067. Is it a red flag to you that Josh Harris Wants is sitting in on the quarterback interviews at the scouting combine. 800-636-1067. We'll continue to take your calls next. Welcome back to an open line Thursday where we are reacting to the Adam Schefter tweet that came out at 702, so less than an hour ago. This is what open line Thursday is all about right here. Topics like this. Attending his first combine as the Washington Commander's owner, Josh Harris has sat in and taken part of each of the six interviews that the team is conducted with the top quarterback prospects in this draft. Most owners don't attend the combine. Harris is not only in Indianapolis, but a part of the quarterback interview process. That is from Adam Schefter's legit account. We're not getting onioned. This account has 10.7 million followers. Here's, 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 Here's my take again, and then I'll shut up, and you guys can all just talk. If he's making the final call, then it's a mistake. Mm hmm but if it's a data point like arm strength, processing, you know, reads, uh, athleticism, you know, ability to use their legs, and then there's a data point called like character, and we're and he's in there and he's chiming in on the character and maybe work ethic of the guy just from the jive he's getting, mm-hmm. then that's a data point that Adam Peters uses. Is his opinion on that? I'm fine with it. Whoever they select, I'm fine with that. He's going to pay that guy like fifty million dollars in guaranteed money, probably more. So. The in my is, opinion, he has a right to sit in on the. Of course, he has a right. JP, hold on. The thing is about what you're saying, and I don't disagree. Yep. But I think Adam Peters is probably really good at judging character too. Certainly. So, and Adam Peters needs to know. Let's hope. Yeah, I, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm going to trust that. Yeah. So I think Adam Peters can handle that a part of it. Now he's not the owner of the team. I get it. You know, he didn't put the three billion in, but I think Adam Peters can handle all that. Ultimately, it's going to be about wins and losses and if the quarterback is right. And Dan Quinn. But I don't think it's outrageous to think that a new employee, the GM, might want to please his boss. And if his boss, Drab brought this up during the break, if his boss says, I don't really get a good vibe on that guy, and that's one of your character data points, Mm -hmm. or he says, you know what, I really like that guy. That it could influence yeah, I, his employee's decision. Has enough, wants to make his he boss has enough happy. Experience and enough swagger. Where he? How do you know? He's never been a GM. He's never made the final call. He's, he's a professional. Got, he's a grown man. It's the first time he's making the final call. He's a grown man. He's been part I, of building winning cultures at three different spots. You're not he's talking got, about a Y. He's got confidence and swagger. A grown accomplished and he knows man. that he 
He knows that you he don't knows think he can be influenced Harris. by Josh Harris. Probably yeah. not. I you, think he could can, be. I think okay. he could be. I think you just got to trust him. Yeah, you got to trust. I him. think he's it's results oriented. It's all about results to me. Yeah. So. Adam Peters and Josh Harris are both going to be judged by JP, wins and losses. Even if the pick hits and Josh Harris made the pick, it's wrong. Correct. Because the process there is incorrect. Right. Even if the pick hits, it's wrong. But I'm assuming he's not making the pick. And, and I'm assuming that Peters has enough confidence in his football chops and his skill that he looks at, at Harris and says, well, that guy knows Wall Street and he knows hedge funds. But I know players, and I know talent, yeah. and I know more. I know way more than him than Josh Harris when it comes to picking players. I would guess that's his mental outlook. True, but he was part of picking Trey Lance, so okay. he's, he's going to pick. No, the dra- they're going to be wins is, and losses. We all know this. We've covered yeah. the draft for thirty years. It's an inexact science. People miss all the time, including Adam. Peters. All right, let's we'll bang out these calls. Let's go to Mike in Bethesda. Trying to go in order of who's called. Okay. What's up, Mike? Mike. Yeah, hey guys, thanks. I totally agree with EB. Um, you know, I think we give too much credit to these these football brilliant, you know, quote unquote minds that are, you know, we all know that these 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 VPs and these GMs, it's it's an old boys network. Get a person in the room who reads people with business acumen, make a decision with multiple different viewpoints. I mean. They, Adam Peters has really not proven anything on his own. Get somebody who knows what they're doing in terms of business acumen. Let it, let the owner in the room. Everybody, the error rate is so high, maybe because they're not doing this. They're not getting these outsider opinions. They're they're getting these you know, narrow vision opinions. Get let let the owner in the room. You ever heard of too many chefs in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, I know. I use sometimes you can have too many chefs in the kitchen. I don't know if that's the case here. You know, they, they, some of these, some of these guys, some of these interview, interviews, uh, in, in, and I've been in those, in the, in that world for a while, uh, a long time ago, they would bring, they bring in doctors, they bring in healthcare professionals uh, to, to, to talk to these guys. Um, you know, there, other teams use outside parties a lot. One of these happens to be the owner, but he's, the owner's a darn good businessman. He reads people. Right. Well, Mike, you have no idea if Adam Peters hasn't accomplished anything. I mean, he's been on he's been in the decision making process on two Super Bowl teams. You can't tell me he hadn't accomplished anything at he's, the NFL he's level. Like, he's like the coffee ma- he was like the coffee maker for for the for the head GM. You have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. you, you, have, don't either. you don't either. No, but I, either. no, but you know what? I read things and Adam Peters had a lot to do with the drafting of guys like uh, Greenlaw and Fred Kittle. Warner, Kittle. You, okay, you so sound like, you sound like Tom Cruise with your "I read things" comment. You sound like a dumb fan. That's what you. That's what you sound like. Casey <laughs> got you sound like face. an idiot. See you later. Got See you later, it. mate. I got him heated. All right, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. All right, let's go to Heath. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. I go miss the Heath. gas face. Hey, flex, hey, flex the muscle every once yeah. in a while. It's all good. Well, I mean, just to tell me that he's never accomplished anything. Oh, please, come well, on. He, it's okay. It's 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 not illegal to exaggerate. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. Is that what he was doing? I think probably. Uh, okay. Heath. <clears throat> Heath. Good morning, guys. I think he was just talking out of his you-know-what. Right, right. Heath, what's up, man? <clears throat> Good morning, guys. What's up? What's up? Um, look, success is not an accident. Adam Peters is successful. He's coming from a successful organization, and he's bringing the mindset of success to the Washington area, and hopefully that carries over through the draft. But I wanted to make a point about Harris sitting in. Listen, I work for a large corporation. I'm a corporate executive. And we hire people to run our retail outlets. And there's three corporate executives and there's a president of our company. And whenever we hire somebody to run one of the retail outlets, 
it's like the quarterback of the business, so to speak, right? So as the corporate executives, we're responsible for the performance of that person and the decision of whether we hire them or not because we're going to own the results. But that doesn't mean that the president of the company doesn't sit in on the interview and give us, hey, I think he's this kind of guy. I think this is his character. At the end of the day, it's your decision on whether you want to hire him or not. But understand, you're going to own the results of what happened. If there's nothing wrong with him asking a question, owners do this all the time. I know a guy super successful in the tech world. He also owns delis. He owns a burrito shop. He doesn't make any of those decisions, but he asks questions. Mm-hmm. He goes into the office. He goes into the kitchen, and he asks the guy running the, why do you do this? I'm just curious. Why are we getting burrito. free food from this guy? <laughs> yeah, this guy that goes <laughs> up with burritos, delis. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I mean it's, not, I like it's, not unusual. <laughs> it's not unusual to ask Questions. I like Rubens. Yeah, Rubens are silly. Rubens are delicious. Yeah. It's cold unusual. Cut. Give me a cold cut. It's unusual in Adam Schefter's eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go to Sean in Columbia. Sean. It's unusual in the NFL world. Hey, fellas. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like Lurch when when he said, uh, you could bring the owner in, but I wouldn't like it. What GM that just got hired, and, and, and you set out your own consulting firm mm-hmm. to even hire him, is going to have the owner tagging behind him. I would be completely insulted. I think it all depends on how Peters feels about it. I, I just know me. If you hired me to do the job, well, why are you here? Why don't you just do it? Just I, I think it's a see. bad look. He just wants to see how it how it's going down, and maybe he has an observation he, or two. Doesn't he have hedge funds to run? Go go do your other job and let <laughs> me do my job. He's go already do your hedge This fund. is his new toy. It's his new baby. Mm. It's also his largest investment. Yeah, I mean, he plunked out a huge amount of capital right. for the Washington command. Seems like most people agree with you. I put up a poll on our Instagram page. Because he's still getting benefit of the doubt. Paul said Sports Junkies Radio, only 34% right now say red flag that Josh Harris is at the combine with the quarterbacks. If, if it turns out that they say that he heavily influenced the pick, even if it hits, it's a problem. You don't want him heavily Don't want him making the pick. Absolutely yeah. not. You can vote at Sports Junkies Radio on Instagram. Go to Nate and Bowie. Nate, what's up? Good morning, fellas. Here's my thing. Just because one guy did something and it was bad doesn't mean that everyone who does it is going to be bad for doing it. So having True. an owner sitting in that is successful, that is level-headed, that, as the other gentleman said, uh, talking about people he uh, running right. the retail stores and stuff. It's like, you, it really has you blowing my mind. I think it just says more about people's mindsets, but like you have to be involved, I think, in this process, if, 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 even if it's just on a, on the fact that it's his first time. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of this. And uh, that whole chefs in the kitchen thing, it's kind of like a, a, a misnomer because if you look at, ever look at a big uh, restaurant, there's a bunch of people in there doing stuff. So, but there's only one chef who's running it. He's really not really doing anything at a, at a high level. But all the cooks and stuff mm-hmm. are necessary for the kitchen. So, yeah, that's my point. Good but, point. Uh, Thank you. Thing, You're going Williams literal on about. the chefs in the kitchen. The chefs in the kitchen is, you, let's say you have to make a decision, and you got 15 people in some room trying to make the decision. Sometimes it becomes too many. You're welcome to chime in throughout the show on an open line Thursday on the news du jour, the news of the day that Josh Harris is sitting in on the quarterback interviews at the Scouting Combine in Indy. Open line Thursday brought to you by Window Nation. Searching for new windows and doors. 
Search windownation.com. Their windows are measured to fit the first time and installed by experts to last. Window Nation for your home because it's where you live. And don't forget, coming up in just about 50 minutes, Dylan Strom from the Washington Capitals. He'll join us at 845. The junk. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Coming up in about 45 minutes, very important. There's a lot going on at 845. First and foremost, Dylan Strom will join us at 845. Also, we'll give away two pairs of tickets to see Luke Bryan's Mind of a Country Boy tour at 845. So keep listening for your chance to score those. But everybody wants to weigh in on the fact that Josh Harris is sitting in on the quarterback interviews, participating in the quarterback interviews at the Scouting Combine in Indy. Adam Schefter tweeted it just about an hour ago to his 10.7 million followers. And I think we have a split room here. I think EB and I look at it like it's not a big deal. He's the owner. He wants to kind of feel what the Combine's all about and sit in on what's the most important decision for his personnel department Going forward for probably five, seven, maybe ten years for the franchise, I think, just plunked down six point oh five billion dollars for. It. I think it's okay for him to ask a few questions. If he's the deciding factor or he's a big impact on all of this, then I would say he's probably overstepping. Yes, you know, correct his bounds one thousand. But I have no problem with him asking a few questions. Now, if he if it turns out he's making the final call, even yeah. if the call if, hits, if then I don't the, think that's the right in process. The war room on draft night. And he walks over and tears up Adam Peters' card with whoever's name is on it and right. hands his own card in. Then it's a major, major problem. Then right. you have Dan Snyder version 2.0. I'm guessing they're all going to be on the same page. I would, I would think. I don't yeah. think it's a big deal, but he's in the war room right now. Good. I don't have a problem. The I'm okay also... with the owner being in the war room as long as he's not the one handing in the card for the pick. The difference. I'd also want to be with... in the war room too if I own the team. The difference also with Dan is. He was uniquely awful in all of his businesses. They all failed. The only one that didn't, well, it, the Redskins really failed, but the, the, for some reason the value went up because TV contracts and he well, stumbled under the most you know popular sport yeah, in, in the history of the world. The NFL is idiot proof. But all of his other business 
decisions and acumen, they all ultimately failed. So, I mean, he was just a failure all the way around. That's a little bit of a difference. I don't think Harris has that track record. I think he's a more successful person than Dan Snyder. All right, let's go to Chuck. Even the NFL, in terms of the value of the franchise going up, I saw a study that if he had just put his money in the stock market, it would have gone up as much as the NFL team. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> Certainly if he had put it in Bitcoin. Sock it away. Chuck, Pennsylvania. Hey. Chuck, what's up? How you doing, guys? Hello, Chuck. Hey, good. Uh, yeah, I got three th- real quick things. Uh, yeah. First of all, when Josh Harris drove into D.C., there was no championship banners hanging on his car from his two previous. So his, his record in the past is mediocre at best. So he comes into a town where for 25 years we have an owner who meddles in all the, uh, the uh, player decisions, quarterback, whatever. So they're going to have the combine. And he says, geez, I'd like to fit in on that. You know, just even if it is an innocent boss, I'm not going to say nothing. He should have had enough sense to think again and say, what will the fans think of seeing me doing the same thing the previous owner was criticized for 25 years? Maybe I'll just stay away. I think he should have had enough sense to do that, even though he had. I could understand him wanting to sit in, and he had the right to sit in, but he should have had enough sense to figure out that's not going to look good to the fans. And third, the quarterbacks that are sitting there and they're, they're being asked questions, the answers they give may be different with Josh Harris sitting on the in the corner in a chair as opposed to just the general manager and whatever coaches are there. So I think it was a very bad move on his part, and a very bad not thinking ahead and not knowing what the fans think of the um, you know of the previous owner. Hmm. All right, That's fair enough. Thought. Fair enough. Thank you, Chuck. Appreciate it. Just trying to go in order here. Let's go to Ron in Richmond. Ron, what's up? Yeah, hi guys. Uh, good morning. Hey, look, I mean, I look at this. Uh, I own two businesses, okay, and I have executive committees. Now, I think we're missing some things. One, when they in, when they came out for that press conference with all three of those guys, they said it was going to be a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. Number one, okay. So number two, I don't think Josh is going to make the final decision, but he's in those uh, interviews because if I don't know, and that's another thing we need to look at. How many people are actually in the interview? Don't know. From the Washington. We, okay, no so we don't know that. Suppose, okay, exactly. Suppose we have three in there and then counting Josh is four. And these three or four can't make up their minds. If Josh is going to have his input on the final decision, he has to be in there and know what he's seeing. Okay? So he has to be in there. I would be in there if I spent that kind of money. And here's the last point I want to make. Nine out of ten quarterbacks fail. And the daggone owner's not in any of those meetings. So what difference does it make? It's a crapshoot. I don't think it's that well, high that nine out of ten well, fail. Well, uh, well, the, uh, these uh, first-round uh, picks, know, it's it's more like 50-50. Okay, um, but you know I'm exaggerating. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. Um, the ones but but, have, but let know, me ask you this. This is hypothetical because sure. don't, we don't know who's in the room, right? We'd assume that Adam Peters is in the room. And there's a good chance Dan Quinn is because Dan Quinn's there, but I think he was coming back. So a lot of these head coaches aren't there. So let's say it's Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, and it could either be Cliff Kingsbury or Josh Harris. Which one would you rather have in the room with the quarterback? Josh Harris. Then Cliff Kingsbury? Okay. Yes, yes. You, you know why? You know why? Because a guy made another interesting point. When I sit down and hire executives, okay, there's things that I may see in leaders that Adam doesn't see. We all have our strong suits. Sure. I'm not saying Adam is not 
uh, you know, a good judge of character. But this man has built billion-dollar companies, and he knows what a leader looks like. See, he's not judging whether the guy can throw a pass or not. Right. He's judging what kind of person you're getting. Right. So I think I agree all, of that, all of that needs to be looked at when also, you're trying to get— Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you you bring up excellent points. What if Adam Peters asked them to sit in in the meeting? What if Adam said, you know what, Josh? Come on uh, in. You should yeah. sit in with this because I do. I just want you to just kind of listen to the guys and just, you know, just give me your thoughts. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe he did. What if he said that? He might have. And didn't Peters, when he was introduced, he said he listens to other people when it comes to making yes. decisions and gathering intel and data. We got all the football stuff covered, but I wouldn't mind having your input on the guy. Yeah. Sit in on it. Will you hold my hand, Josh, as I go through my first big decision, <laughs> Mr. Boss Man? <laughs> maybe I don't maybe like it. I just don't like it. Maybe he actually. It's a bad, it's a bad look for Adam, bar, Josh. <laughs> Wait. For By the, the way, I, 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 you may be right. He may be good at reading people and assembling the right people for his businesses. But he also he generally probably he also is. might just be a numbers guy. You know, there's some people that aren't good. People that become great leaders of companies that aren't necessarily great in terms of interaction. Uh-huh. They may, he might just be a numbers guy. Okay, so then why, if he's a numbers guy, then what what would be the benefit of him being there? If he's only a numbers guy, I'm not the one preaching. There's a benefit him to be in the room. I'm saying it's potentially a red flag. It's not necessarily a red flag. Right. I can buy your data point argument. Yeah, I but I could also buy the argument, and it's an unknown. That he may influence the decision. I'm going to guess, by the way, he's more than just a numbers guy. I don't think you get to the level of business success if you mm-hmm. aren't able to, like, foster relationships with people, right. carry on conversations with people. You, you can't just be an awkward numbers guy that stumbles your way to the level of wealth that he's well, Snyder accumulated. Did. Snyder bought a team, and he couldn't, yeah, but, he couldn't even okay, talk to his he's wife. he's an outlier, but I just feel like if Snyder you get, really to, was if you get to Harris's level, I just feel like you're not strictly – a numbers nerd that doesn't know anything else about the businesses that you're running and, and you're probably right. But I don't, I don't know enough about the world of private equity, even though my brother kind of works in it. I don't either, but it's all about buying companies and sometimes buying them low, then flipping them. And you know, he just might be smart at that type of stuff, like sitting in the office and saying, Hey, here's a company we can pounce on. Let's, uh, let's acquire this company. All right, let's go to Sarah in Ashburn. Sarah, what's up? You're on with the jokes. Uh, the, I think, you know, you all should wait until further information comes out. It's uh, making a big to-do about nothing. Mm-hmm. We don't know what transpired after they met with the quarterbacks, that I think we should just wait. And I think you all are going to work yourself up to an aneurysm the way you're talking about <laughs> well, it. Let's just hope that wait. doesn't happen. We, mm-hmm. we don't know what transpired until we know I don't think we should keep on weighing in on this. All right. For yeah, you, we got, it's we got, not a red yeah, But this flag. is we the nature a, of sports talk radio. going to have opinions of things that we don't know about. Yeah. I'd love to break down the Tennessee-Auburn <laughs> game from last night, but show. I know Valdez and uh, Drabby won't let me. <laughs> All right, let's go to Dave. Drab said that this was manna from heaven for a sports radio <laughs> Absolutely show. Absolutely, yes. Th- thank you, Adam Schefter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, Dave, we, we lost it. Dave. Let's go to Jay in Largo. Hey, Jay, what's up, man? Hey, guys. I think um, I think we're making a big – like, I think what it is is that we're shell-shocked from, from Daniel Snyder. And this is like, oh, my God, is this is this Daniel Snyder 2.0? Yeah. I, to be honest, I think what's happening is 
if 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 any of you would have had seven billion dollars to have outbid Josh Harris, every last one of y'all will be at the combine right now. Let's stop. Right? <laughs> like, we would, right. like we would, you know. And so, and this is this like somebody mentioned that this was a fanboy thing. I really feel like that's what this is. I, I mean, like I feel like this is him. Like, oh my gosh, I get to be a part of or see this process. He and, does this seem is, like a fanboy with the solo cup and being at the game. Exactly, he's That's having exactly a good time. He is. Yeah, he's just having a good time, and he's like, oh my. Can't nobody tell him that he cannot go? And so he's like, well, look, I'm going to sit in. I really feel like this is a one-off. I don't think that this is going to be a thing that is going to be, uh, I think, you know what I mean? It's not going to be a Daniel Snyder thing. I really feel like he's just wanting to be a part of the process and see what he put $6 billion up for. Hey, I'm yeah. curious. This is a totally different topic, but I'm curious. Right now, number two pick, who do you want the commanders to take? Oh, man. Why are you putting me on the spot? Give it to me right now. Just who's your boy? I want. I want to. I, I, I want to. Say, I want to do something about the offensive line. If we're going to get a quarterback. Oh, we got to get an offensive line. Goodbye. Nice talking to you today. You were credible until you said oh, that. With the second pick, please. All I right, wonder if some I, people. I don't want him sitting in on the meetings. I wonder if some people, like our <laughs> listeners, were influenced by Dan Quinn coming on the show yesterday and saying that Jaden Daniels. Was a game changer. I, mean, I thought a lock. He was going to say one of the three quarterbacks. He just goes rando offensive. I lineman. will say this: I checked the mock draft yesterday, mm-hmm. late afternoon, and it had Daniels going to the Commanders. Kuiper has Jaden Daniels going to the Commanders now. Game changer. All because of that interview. <laughs> maybe, but maybe. And our Merrill Hodge interview not only went viral one day. I mean, they say uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Merrill Hodge on Colin Cowherd the next day. Ah. All right, let's go to Mo in Largo. Mo, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. Um, I understand him wanting to be a part of the process, but, you know, on the surface, let's look at what we know. You know, he's not afraid to delegate responsibility. They've established a pretty good staff, and it's already known that we're acquiring another quarterback. And as far as who I want, this is what I did. I went back and looked at the worst games between Caleb, and Jaden and Drake May, and it's not even close, gentlemen. Jaden Daniels will be our number one, our starting quarterback next year. I'm telling you, the kid is phenomenal. Just look at the games that they lost and try to tell me he was the reason why they lost the game. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you, Mo. Thank Appreciate you, Mo. His game well, log he, this year is going to be absurd. I don't know if you'd find numbers, a bad game. No doubt. He put up huge, huge numbers, no doubt. All right, let's go Scott in Alexandria. Scott, what's up, bud? You're on with the jokes. Do you think Mo actually did that, though? What? He looked up. He watched the worst games of each of these Probably. guys. Like the season's I guarantee, over. I guarantee you, Mo did that. Really? Yes. That's a very Mo thing to do. <laughs> Mo's hardcore. It's a lot of effort. You're just lazy. Yeah. You're not lazy like you. Yeah, no, he's work ethic. All right, who do you think is the worst game he had? Missouri or something? So he went back and got the film, or he, he, he went to watch every throw. He probably watched the ever throw on YouTube. Yeah, it takes five minutes. Scott, what's up? Yo, what's going on, guys? So, I, I think the concern here, I think we might be missing what the issue is. I, I would assume Schefter is a mouthpiece for the other owners in the league. So my, my sense would be the reason he put this out is I would think that owners are very concerned about these PE firms moving to the NFL. We're operating under the assumption like Josh Owner is the actual owner of the team. He's a majority, majority shareholder who has to report back to his other partners. Part of the reason he's probably there is like in a normal PE environment, 
he's got to go back to his other investors and say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. We're thinking about doing this, that. And I would assume that the other owners are, as their values increase, are very concerned with the idea that individual people are probably going to be unable to buy their teams. So understanding what these PE groups and these collection of owners would do relative to these team acquisitions is going to be ultimately interesting to teams. So I think more than anything, our ownership group is like a litmus test for how the league will move forward in terms of ownership. I, I almost can't call. take like, the PE. I get PE means private equity sure. here. To me, it still means physical education. Right? Yeah. When I hear PE, right, I we're, think we're of our teacher, Mr. Haggard, yeah. back in the day at Pointer Ridge. All right, we'll continue to take your calls on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 800-636-1067. Do you have issues with Josh Harris exerting influence over the number two pick in the NFL Draft, we'll take your calls next. You're welcome to call us throughout the show on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 800-636-1067. Also, gentle reminder, in 20 minutes, we will give away two pairs of tickets to see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live, and we'll also talk to Dylan Strom. That's at 845. Sweet. So keep listening. That's a gentle reminder? Gentle reminder. <laughs> nice. You know, just, just gentle. Hmm. Just, just sneak it in there. All right, Bryan. Hang on a few more of these from calls. Your, from your, uh, your nap during the break? No. no. <laughs> a micro nap? Tried. I tried, Cakes. <laughs> Did what you could. BT Dub, I know most people already know this, but the, when I said the top of the show, I saw a police response. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a DC cop shot right next door. Do we know what the circumstance was? Was he just sit, chilling don't, in his car? Or don't was know. He in the middle of a rest? Don't know. All right. But it happened right next door. If you find out, if you know information, let us know. Uh, let's go to Scott in Crofton. Scott, what's up, buddy? You're on with the junks. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Scott. So I think that some people need to realize that he owns a hockey team and he owns a basketball team, and the drafts are completely different for both those sports. So I, I am on uh, EB and Cake's side here. I mean, it's the guy's first draft. He wants to see what it's like. Not, it doesn't necessarily mean he's calling the shots or making the calls. He just wants right. to see what it's about. And Furthermore, without Josh Harris, these guys wouldn't be in those seats anyway, so I think he has every right to be there. He definitely has every no right to be there. No one argues the right. No, I don't think anyone's arguing the right. I this is a very good and measured retweet by Mark Bullock, at Mark, Mark Bullock NFL, who I think is mm-hmm. a pretty rational dude. He said, to be fair to Harris, if I was the owner, I'd want to sit in on the meetings too. As fans, we'd all love to be in there. As long as he allows Adam Peters to make the final decision, I don't see an issue with it. Harris's history with other teams suggests – he won't interfere. Right, that's what you got to give him go. the benefit Look, I, of the doubt. I know you're making it seem like you and EB are on one side. I'm not against that side. I just say it's possible. I'm, we don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I'm against it if he's the one making the decision. Absolutely. That's what I'm against. One thousand percent. But I don't. I, but I don't I, think he is. But I think Adam Peters should be the guy making the decision. Ultimately, yeah. it's whether the player works out. Like, had we learned post mortem that Dan Sider had nothing to do with the Haskins pick, and Jay Gruden loved Haskins, he didn't work out. Right. But I'm telling you, if it works out and he picks it, it's not yeah, a good. Your process it's not a, has to that's be, the red flag. If, if Harris made the pick potential and it worked out, it's still incorrect because you're going about your business in an incorrect manner. Because you you've hired a general manager to run the football side, and then all of a sudden you're just going to take his expertise and his his level of knowledge about football and just just punt it into the sun. That makes no sense. Got to have a good process. The only thing uh, Harris should be doing is paying the guy. 
whoever they draft. Just write the checks. No, he, Peters, he, you pick them. Dan Quinn, you have some input too. And maybe creating a family room in the training that, that <laughs> in the training uh, facilities and the stadium. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the team got an F minus in treatment of families. All right, let's go to Matt in Fairfax. Remember, we have uh, Dylan Strom coming up at 845. Matt, what's up, buddy? Hey, fellas. I think all of you guys are right. I think this is kind of what goes through our brain as fans of this franchise, which we've been mentally abused with uh, for years because of what we've done at quarterback. I think uh, Harris, you know, his first year as an owner, he got to see the three top quarterbacks that were chosen in the draft give us a little bit of everything. We saw the number one pick be terrible. We saw the number two pick be fantastic. And then we saw the uh, Richardson get hurt. So um, if, if I were him, I'd want to be in the room. But, but I, I agree kind of. I, I think it's, it's all of the opinions on, on you guys that, that are right. Hmm. All right. Thank you, buddy. We're Appreciate it. Let's go to it's good. It's good to be right. Let's go to Keith. Well, I know this. None of us are wrong because there is no answer. <laughs> That's true. Why is Magic not there? Magic should be there. Because Did I hear my name? Hold yes, on one second, are. Keith. Hold on one Maybe second. Because, on because if I if I want someone to identify greatness, why not ha- bring Magic in? Yeah, it doesn't he always can, work out. He can, that, prob- that, he can that, probably that, has a better shot of identifying <laughs> it than Harris. That was Jason Maybe. Bishop's hey, he argument he for Michael Jordan identifying <laughs> greatness, and then he drafted Kwame Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, well, just because, well, just because Jordan couldn't do it doesn't mean Magic can't. That's true. And that was, to be fair, that was a that was a poor NBA draft as well. <laughs> just, just to defi- I'm not in the who, who should he have taken in hindsight? If, I mean, who was the, the tall, skinny dude who went to Tyson bowls? Chandler? Might have been Tyson Chandler. Oh yeah, I, I think remember. that's right. All right, Keith, what's up? <laughs> uh, well, I think you're right, Tyson Chandler. I think that was the 2001 draft. Yeah, that's that, right. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I think he was the Eddie Curry the best outcome. If I recall, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, what I want to say about um, uh, uh, Harris was that um, uh, what I I'm very excited about the new ownership in general. Um, uh, also, <laughs> I think that we are. I have not heard anyone speak about the report okay? cards from the players. <laughs> You're doing a lot of stamina. Are you so. nervous? You nervous, bro? I, well, yeah, yeah, I do have anxiety. All right. Um, all right. Uh, so I am a nervous. Um, Who uh, doesn't? Uh, I've been a long-time listener. <laughs> I and, am uh, nervous. And you, are, and you guys are my, uh, like, happy hour because uh, I, I work from uh, 9 to 5 p.m. to a.m. Okay. So I still all have right. coffee. All right. So what's your overall question? Anyways, um, uh, well, it's not a question so much as a comment. Um, uh, I, I was thinking about that report card that I was hearing about yesterday that came out about the NFL from right. the NFL yeah. PA yeah. and uh, how we're awful. Mm-hmm. And I think that he should spend his time and money thinking more about the facilities and uh, what we can do to improve. To be fair, things. I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. Thank you. To be fair, thank you for the call. Yesterday, Jason Wright came on this station. He's the president of the Washington Commanders. He was on with Grant and Danny, and he talked about pouring seventy-five million dollars into upgrading certain things with the stadium and the training facilities. He said a lot of the stuff wasn't sexy. Some of it's like HVAC stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Plumbing stuff. Hey, you have to hook up the infrastructure at times, JP. But those are part of the complaints, and we did talk about the 
report card earlier. I mean, what kind of jumped out was they got F minuses in treatment of families training room. They got an F in team travel, an F minus in locker room, an F in training staff, and a D plus in food and cafeteria. Looked a lot like my report card my first semester sophomore year at Towson. Their best grades, the only thing they really were solid, the owner got a B, which was 18th in the NFL. New owner. And the strength coaches got a B. What did Snyder get? Do you remember what his grades were? (laughs) Couldn't have been a B. No. Sure, they were horrible. All right, let's go to Gus. Gus, what's up, man? You're all with the junks. Hey, guys. You know what? I'm alarmed because I see the point of having, you know, the business executive like Harris use business acumen to judge or to be involved, but... Uh, the thing that Chester says is that all the other teams aren't doing it. Uh, maybe Jerry Jones, but why aren't all the, the other 30 teams involving their ownership in, the, in this if business acumen is so important in this whole interview process? Well, we don't know. I, I don't know. We don't know how many owners do this. It, I mean, Schefter said most owners do not. But yes. There, could be, there could be seven or eight. There could be seven or eight or do it. We don't know. But one, one thing I want to say <laughs> is that um, maybe our ownership structure gives us some recourse because – if Harris proves to be meddlesome, and that won't be determined for maybe a couple of years, and hopefully that never gets to the point, right. can't they vote him out? Because he's not like a majority owner. I think he has shares, but he's not like 50%. Hold on, he doesn't have 50% what investment in the team. About voting out Josh Harris. <laughs> he hasn't been on the team fully for a full year. Come on. We're ready to get rid of him. What is happening here? We just finally got freedom, Dan Snyder. No, no, no. I, I get what he's saying. I he's get saying what he's the saying. board. The he's board. Saying, yeah, like, he's saying all yeah. the other shareholders. They could make of, him a non-controlling owner. Yeah, sure. if Josh doesn't. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that works. He doesn't have over fifty percent. They're going to perform a coup, but he owns the most well, if, well, shares. Yeah, yeah. If he's going in there and making decisions and being meddlesome, like he said, and and uh, Rails doesn't want him making the football decisions. Happens I, I, in businesses. Yeah, I could. I think. People I mean, that's a long, that's a long. That's a long. That's, I mean, it's a. A Down the road, I think away we're taking from this to we don't even know if he's meddling. <laughs> yeah. yes. All we know is that he's in there, and he might have asked a couple questions. The most reasonable thing that the last caller said is, "We're really not going to know for two or three years." Right. I think so, <laughs> unless somebody says after the draft, "Oh yeah, Josh had a major influence. He really liked him." Right then now, say, what you can say is dangerous. he took over an inept franchise during his first year as the owner on the field. They were horrific, not necessarily his fault. He weighs. Patient with the head coach, Ron Rivera, because other teams fired their coaches along the way. He wrote it out, and now he's made his first couple of hires, Adam Peters and Dan Quinn. And now he's going to have his first draft. All right, let's go to Christina. I always love to hear a lady's perspective, Cakes. Hello, Christina. Christina. Hey, hey, team. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I am actually an executive recruiter and happen to know someone who used to work very closely with Josh. She Ooh, was yeah. I, like this. I like this inside skinny. Of, <laughs> she was his uh, head of HR at uh, Harris Blizzard Sports Entertainment. Um, and one of the things that she shared about him is he, he surrounds himself with very, very smart people. He is obviously very intelligent himself. As you guys said, he wouldn't get to the level that he's uh, right. without being pretty smart. But he does, he does delegate. Um, so my sense is if you equate this to a search, right, where you're looking for, you know, in this sense, the quarterback is your kind of CEO and he's the board chairman, if you will. He's just doing some due diligence. And as you guys said before, this is his first go around at this. It's a very different ball game relative to the NHL draft or, or the NBA. Um, and we don't know what's going on in those rooms, right? Like, we don't know if he's asking questions, but I think it's in his, it's in his right to, you know, engage in this way, at least this first time around. 
Um, and he does have a you know financial responsibility in a sense to report back on what he sees about the process to his other his other investors. So I'm not super worried about it. I think once you get more information on what's actually happening there, um, and obviously if it continues, that could, that's going to be a problem. But from everything I know about the guy, like he's he's surrounding himself with the right people to make these decisions. What do you do again, Christina? Did you say what you do? She's an executive. Yeah, I'm an executive search professional, uh, so I do sea level recruiting from. Our okay. executives, but CEO, what is, COO, CHRO. What, oh, C-level means chief. Yes, like okay, C, C-suite. Okay. executive officer. Yeah, and I do a lot of work in the private equity space. So the other callers, right, like a private equity, you know, it's a very different ballgame. So are you loaded? <laughs> I think she's doing pretty well, I'd guess, if I had I'm, to guess. I'm very fortunate. Uh, I love my company. Shout Where do you out. live? Struggle. Where do you live? I live in, in, in uh, Bethesda, but work in D.C. I'm on my way to work right now, actually. Right. Yeah. Right. Be right. careful right. driving. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling Thanks, in, Christine. Guys. I appreciate yep. it. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah. See? She goes Sense out and recruits no big sellies, what she does. I wanted to ask more questions, but I, yeah. Maybe Kevin Willard could uh, she recruits, hire her. Basically, she yeah. recruits <laughs> business titans. <laughs> Like yeah. Kevin Willard just needs to find shooters. Yeah. She, she, could, she, could find she could find them. Yeah. She could probably go find them. She could go find shooters for Kevin Willard. I like it. See the NIL money. That's yeah. right. Hey, Drop a big bag of a shooter. I think that's what it comes down You're a grad. Why don't you throw some NIL up there? Not no. on that level. <laughs> two. <laughs> Not two for 20. Minor league basketball. Yeah. All right, we got Stromer coming up, so I don't think we should go to these calls. If people want to call in afterwards, they can. Um, yeah. Then we got Jason Smith, who's coming up at 945, yeah. right? Dylan Strom will join us next, and we'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live. So keep listening. We'll be right back. All right, we told you 845 was the time for you to be listening for your chance to win tickets to see Luke Bryan. So give us a call right now, 800-636-1067. Callers 10 and 11 are going to win tickets to see Luke Bryan's Mind of a Country Boy Tour 2024, the date of the event, Saturday, June 22nd, at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale right now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. Those tickets are courtesy of our friends at Live Nation. Wanted to let you know that we will talk Wizards with Jason Smith from Monumental Sports Network. He will be on the show in just about an hour that is at 9.45. With the Pistons winning the other night, are they tied for worst record in the NBA? Let me go to tankathon.com, yes. JP, and find out. Almost positive you. they are. I think they're both 9 and 49. Unless both the are 9 and 49. Yep. Though the Wizards are clearly trying harder. They've lost 12 <laughs> straight. The stupid Pistons, they have won one in a row. And they've won three out of the last 10, as opposed to being 0 for 10 and for the Wiz. don't sleep on the Spurs. They're making a real push. They have lost five straight. They are sitting at 11 and 48. That one's baffling to me because they have probably the rookie in the year in Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. They've got a Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich. By the way, that w- it will officially enrage me if the Spurs get the number one pick in back-to-back games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Officially enraged, right. I will be, <laughs> just so you know. All right. Joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline is our pal Dylan Strom from the Washington Capitals. He's brought to you by C.D. Shanahan's Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Quality and comfort you can rely on. What's up, Stromer? Not much. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Hey, Dylan, this is something that we never asked you about. Um Give us your memories for when you were drafted. Yeah, um, 
Well, my draft was in Florida. Uh, it was beautiful. I had uh, my grandparents there, had uh, my two best friends from home there. Um, obviously, my whole family was there. So, um, yeah, it was uh, you know, a nerve-wracking time. I think everyone kind of knew in my draft, especially who was going to be one and two, um, which was McDavid and, and then Eichel. Um, oh, that's and, a loaded draft right geez. there. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and then the draft – People would say it kind of started at three, so um, like when when it was kind of got a little bit more interesting, and then it was the Coyotes and the Leafs were picking number four, and then uh, Carolina was number five. So um, you know any of those three teams is kind of where I was kind of slotted, and um, just so happened to be uh, the Coyotes that picked me at, at number three. So luckily I didn't have to wait too long, and um, you know like like anything in hockey, anytime Toronto's involved, it, it gets you know pretty pretty blown out of proportion, and, and it gets pretty pretty big media coverage so um with Leafs having the fourth pick it was uh you know it was quite uh quite the time down there so um got to do lots of things before the draft but it was uh you know a, a cool experience you were 18 then yeah I was 18 yeah what is the weather culture shock like going from living in Canada your whole life to living in Arizona I had a buddy who lived in Arizona for a long time and he said he'll never go back he said the heat is just so so intense. He'll just he'll just never go back there. Yeah, well, the first time I was so when I when I got drafted about a week after you get drafted, you got to go to like development camp. It's called it's in the summer, and I remember walking out of the airport and it just was like a, a, you walked into a sauna basically as soon as you got out of the airport. Um, I had never felt anything like that before. Um, it was you know they say it's like you know it's it's a it's hot but it's a dry heat. I'm like I don't care what who calls it what it's hot. <laughs> Like it's hot, no matter what kind of hot it is. Hey, hey Strummer, did that, did you ever meet with an owner in the pre-draft process? Um, I'm just trying to think now. Uh, not an owner, no, no. It would have been like some. Sometimes the president was there because we, when we go to the combine, like you you have a, you get a sheet of paper of all the teams that want to talk to you, uh-huh. and you kind of go around it in like a. It's actually in the, in the Buffalo Sabers arena, and you go around to different suites. Um, whenever your meeting time is and uh, a lot of the time there's a president or the GM and, and a lot of time there's like lots of scouts and they, they grill you with some pretty hard questions or, or some some right. interesting questions for sure but um, never an owner never an owner I just actually read that this morning that Josh Harris was right. was, uh, was there in the combine right right yeah, yeah so yeah. there's big controversies providing a load, boatload of content for the junks <laughs> yeah. this morning um, <laughs> Hey, take us through the NHL combine. How is that similar or different to the NFL? Like, are are there a bunch of on-ice drills? You mentioned the interview process, obviously. But, I mean, we know, like, the 40-yard dash and the cone drill in the NFL. What what do they put you guys through at the NHL combine? So, actually, at the NHL combine, there's no on-ice stuff. So, um, it's uh, it's all off-ice. There's probably, I want to say, like, uh, probably, like, 10 10 different things. You kind of just go station to station. Like, you're you're pretty – typical like pull-ups um bench press uh like there's like a five a kind of like a five ten five where you like shuffle five yards run uh 10 yards shuffle five yards and they kind of do it both ways um there's there's the the big thing for the combine is like the the two bike tests that people talk about a lot so there's the the wingate and and the i don't know i think there might even only be one so wingate or the vo2 max so it's like one of those things where you wear the, the it looks like uh like you're a fighter pilot with mm-hmm. that thing on your face and like with the tube and you kind of just got to go all over for 30 seconds and then they they kind of like to do uh they like to do uh interviews right after uh right after you get off that so that that's where it gets a little bit tougher and 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 i think that's kind of like a thing that they do where you know you got to meet with the media as soon as you get off the the vo2 max bike so it's, you're 
you know, your heart's racing pretty good and you're out of breath, but they, they're just still grilling you. Looks like you guys so. do the uh, grip strength, too, and long jump. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, long jump, high jump, grip strength. It's been a while, so I it was. Uh, I, I can't believe it was nine years ago. What I guess. was your what, vertical what was... jump? Because you also do the vertical jump. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I couldn't tell you. The only thing I know is I didn't come. I don't. I didn't come last in anything. I don't think. And, <laughs> uh, and I was just trying to be middle of the pack. I'm not the. I'm not the greatest. Uh, you know, off ice tester or on ice tester for that matter. I. I you know, not the fastest guy, but um, they never do any like smarts or brains tests. So I'll, 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 I'll maybe I'll, I'll start something like that. What was Coach Carberry's grip strength after the eight three loss? To the, <laughs> nice one, nice pivot to, to the Red Wings. <laughs> that was a last year thing, so we have no more grip strength this year. So, <laughs> but it probably would have been like a hundred. Yeah. Well, look, we all know that the game tomorrow night is just massive, right? Chasing the Flyers in the standings. I know you look at the standings, but uh, we asked Carberry about it when we had him on. And he said, you know, I don't really don't look at the standings. We kind of all know what the situation is. Um, but you as a player, I mean, you obviously know how big this Flyers game is because time's running out and we've got to beat the team that we're chasing. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to get the win against Detroit um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's hockey. You move on. We play Detroit two more times. We play Flyers two or three more times. So, um you know they're, they're they're big games. Yeah, this is the games that you want to play in as a hockey player. Obviously, last last game it didn't didn't go so well for us. Um, you know we're traveling after a win on on a back to back. So, uh, you know maybe we'll use that as some uh, you know some some excuses. I know we don't like to use excuses, but you know we'll we'll, we'll use that. And, and maybe the A three was a bit more lopsided than it, than it probably should have been. So I know we left Chucky out to dry a little bit there, but um, you know we're coming back tomorrow. We we uh, you know it's a huge game. We haven't played the Flyers in a couple months, maybe three months, and and last time it was four three in a shootout, and uh, we had a, we had a three two lead pretty late. So, um, you know, they're a good team that they've they're they're probably the team that's um, you know kind of I would say probably jumped out of out of uh, you know people maybe didn't have them in the playoffs to begin the season, but they've they've kind of you know had a pretty successful season all year round. So, um, it'll be nice to, to to get a win and and climb within a couple points of them. So. That's what we're looking for, and, and um, it's a huge game. It's a division rival, so I know well the boys will be fired up and ready to go. Stromer, I saw basically that exact quote you just gave about hanging Chucky out to dry from TVR. Does that does that mean more to you and your teammates when it comes from a fellow teammate instead of coming from Carbs or somebody else from the coaching staff? Yeah, I think uh, as players, you know, we know what what Chuck, uh, Chucky's meant to our team this year. Um, you know when we were scoring one or two or maybe three goals a game, you know, we were winning a lot of those games, uh, you know, in large part to him. Um, and, you know, when, when you, when you're on a back to back and, and you're, you know, it's, it's a big game and, and the score kind of gets away from you and they, you know, they're scoring goals that we, we should be, we should be giving up those chances. And you kind of, you kind of just, um, there's no really excuse for it. You know, he, he's meant a lot to our team and, uh, you know, we definitely owe him, we definitely owe him a, a really good defensive performance, um, coming up here soon. I'm not sure if he's in the, in the net tomorrow night, but, um, you know, whenever he's in there next, I think you'll see a, you'll see a determined group of, of guys that, that definitely know they let their goalie out to dry. Stromer, I'm going to give you a pop quiz about your teammate. How well, you know, Chucky, hmm. what's the name of his catching glove? Oh, I actually saw this the other day. <laughs> Oh God! I tried to. I think I tried to just erase this from my memory. You want when a I hint? Saw it. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Starts with a I J. I want to say it's like uh, J. I was going to say Betsy or Betty, but uh, Jack. Josie. Jack. Josie. 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 I was going to say. 
Just so you know, now, now you know more about Why, your are teammate. They all, are they all female names? I don't know. Oh. I just know that his name is catchy. Do, well. do all... I'm, almost, I'm almost positive that he's the only goalie in the NHL that does that. So. Oh, really? Oh, really? That's a, oh, it's okay. a Chucky thing. Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Goalies. You know, you know what they say about goalies, right? No, what do they no. say? They're weird. I know that they're weird. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they're, they're all a little different. <laughs> they're just, it's they're a just, weird bunch. They're just a little strange. Yeah. yeah, they're all superstitious, too. All right, we'll get the win over the Flyers, bro. All right, sounds good, guys. All right, All right thank we'll you, talk buddy. To you again next week. Right, wait, Thanks. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. Yeah. What are the Commanders going to do with uh, with with their with their draft pick here? With the number two, it's going to be a quarterback, but I don't know which one. Yeah, they're going to draft Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels most is the guy. We had the head coach on yesterday, and he described Jaden Daniels as a game changer. What do you make of that? <laughs> Bit of a tell, don't you think? Yeah, but maybe he's doing that to just throw everyone off. Uh, that's the other thing. Yeah, he you could gotta, be. We should give him the context. Stromer, right? Stromer strikes me. You're, you play fantasy football, don't you? You're, you I can just yeah, tell him you're in. Yeah. Hold up. We should yeah, give him yeah. the context. Yeah, yeah. So, so give us your read. We did word association with the three draft prospects, right? Mm-hmm. So for Caleb Williams, he said D.C. For Drake May, he said athletic. And then for Jaden Daniels, game changer. He paused in between game and changer. Well, he wasn't going to say Wait, for, for Caleb Williams, he said D.C.? Well, yeah, because he's from, he, he's, he's, he's from D.C. Yeah, he's a local. He's from D.C. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, wait, so what was the question for me? What's your read? <laughs> yeah, what's your read based on Dan uh, Quinn's response? Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like some – like I, I don't know. I feel like something weird is going to happen. I feel like the the – I feel like the the Bears, the Bears are gonna. If obviously if they're gonna take Williams, I think that's that's pretty clear. But I think that I think that that the Commanders may be taking Drake May. That's that's maybe my bold prediction. Ooh, it's Drake May. What, guy. Why do you okay. think that? In thirty think, seconds or less. <laughs> no, I have no, no reason. I just feel like everyone, you know, like Vegas knows, right? Vegas knows, and if the betting odds just say, say it's, it's a tingle, odds, it's a tingle play. Yeah, the tingle. Vegas knows, and if, yeah. the, if the betting odds are, are supporting, you know, one way, sometimes it goes the other. That's what I've I've learned. All right, Dylan Strom's Drake May guy. It's documented. Right, <laughs> All right, right you're in. There. You're in. All, All right, right. Th- thanks, Thank Strom. You, no problem. See you. Yep. Guys. We'll talk All to right. you next week. That's are Dylan's... the betting odds for Jaden now? Are they? I don't know. No, I didn't. Did we seen change the, the whole market? Did we move the, the, the market? Does Stromer know that he's a big underdog? <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, the prob- probably doesn't know that. Yeah. Kuipers <laughs> moved Jaden Daniels to the commanders on his board. Very good. Uh, they were using our Merrill Hodge audio once again on Get Up on ESPN because they had Dan Orlovsky on there. Mm-hmm. And Orlovsky was there with Damian Woody, who used to play with the Patriots. Because he's uh, another one that center. likes May, right? Um. I'm not sure that he's a pro mega. Orlovsky's a May guy. That's what I mean. And the, what I gathered, I only heard part of it, was Orlovsky was saying, ideally he might be in like a Jordan Love situation and sit to fix his footwork. Drake May's got a lot of things apparently to work on. Dylan Strom is brought to you by C.B. Shanahan's heating, cooling, and plumbing quality and comfort you can rely on. We'll be right back. Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf on an open line Thursday. The official heating and cooling company. Of the Junks, coming up at 945, Jason Smith, Wizards analyst for Monumental Sports Network, will join us. But right now it's time for the entertainment page. Prepare to be entertained, people. All right, KX Entertainment page says, driven to you by BMW of Fairfax. Electric vehicles are all the rage. I know Cakes loves his. 
My guy Mike Walker is doubling down by doubling your EV credit. If that rebates $7,500, that means $15,000 in savings. If it's $9,900, well, they're just going to round it up to twenty k. Find out more at BMWFairfax.com. Make sure you ask for my guy, Mike Walker. I've heard that you're supposed to double down on bets when you have a 10 or 11 showing in blackjack. Mm -hmm. I've heard that through the grapevine. Right. People have told me. Yep. All right, Cakes. uh, Just going to break it up here. Doesn't always work. I know it doesn't always work. Done a lot of of commander talk this morning, a Mm -hmm. lot of Josh Harris talk this morning. A lot of that. See what's going on in the world of Hollywood entertainment. Former Junkies guest. Oh, yeah. Richard Lewis. Oh, Pour one out. Lead, yeah. Pour one out for him. Passed away yesterday, just three weeks after telling someone in his final interview that he was doing quite well mm. amidst his uh, Parkinson's battle. I think he was 76 years old. That's Had right. a heart attack. Yeah. Mm. Heart attack at 76. Donked him off. Terrible, terrible story. Was he in studio? We had him in studio. Yeah, had, yeah. At least once. That's, that's, a, studio. that's Cakes, a big name. That's Cakes like a and top I, fiber. That's Cakes a big and I name. went to see him at the DC Improv. That's right. And then I just watched him. Did we have him one time? I, sorry? Did we only have him one time? I want to say we had him a couple times, couple maybe. Time. Maybe it, not in studio, but definitely on the phone. We definitely done phoners. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely had him in studio. He's been part of Curb Your Enthusiasm and was part of one of the most recent episodes, which was very golf related. You would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Larry stealing a lesson. Stealing a lesson? <laughs> well, he it's was, like sitting, he was somebody... sitting on a bench, and somebody's giving a lunch. It's like uh, Cakes a lesson. Strip, strip, uh, strip club, just kind of like. Up hey, hey, and Richard tell, Lewis. tell a recovered addict, you, uh, you're a junkie. You know, I'm here. I'm sold out. You mock me. You mock all other people in recovery. Good night. <laughs> hey, Richard's like, I'm sold out. Richard Lewis was awesome. Yeah. I actually saw Richard Lewis. I don't know what year it was. It was the late 80s at the Improv in L.A. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was out there. My mother was traveling with the president mm-hmm. and we were out there reagan was out there um because he had a house in santa barbara and i saw richard lewis i want to say it was like 1988 mm-hmm. at the improv mm-hmm. and that that's that was the first time i ever heard of him mm-hmm. and i loved him ever since no no, no. he was awesome he was very big funny. big big time comedian. how many legends <clears throat> big career mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people paying tribute to him online yesterday so uh you pour some out for him he was battling parkinson's which is no fun um, but a heart attack cakes takes him out. Not good. Um, what else do we have out there? Let me see here. So we did the Richard Lewis. Oh, yeah. You remember uh, Drea De Matteo? Sure. All right. From yes. Sopranos. Sopranos yeah. She's from the Sopranos, right? Hold on. What was her character name? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Franny? No. Mm. Definitely wasn't Franny. Um, told you not to tell me. I'm, uh, trying, to, I'm trying to process Aud- it. Audrey? Adriana. 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 Damn it. Adriana. She was Christopher Moltisanti's girlfriend. Yes. yes. Beyonce. Weren't they going to get married? I think you're probably right. Yeah. Until, She's, uh, until Tony had her killed. Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert. Sorry. It's okay to spoil Sopranos at this point. You're, do, you're good. Do you want to guess how much she's worth? Oh, jeez. No, no. First of all, guess her age. 55. I'm going to say she's 52. She's 52. Okay. Yeah, good job. She says that she was down to her last 10 bucks in her bank account. Wow. So what did she, she do? Was on, she was on Felt Street. She started an OnlyFans. Ooh. And you know what? I got to I gotta look up those leak sites. And she says, <laughs> OnlyFans. I think it leaked all over your entertainment page. And that's just my coffee. <laughs> There's the leak site right there. I mean, he's the league leader. 
By it's, and it's not even close. <laughs> yeah. He's tired, man. He can barely, can barely. No, it's just it. it all often happens like stuff like this. Like now, here's the problem: your <laughs> your drinks are too close in proximity of your hands and your mic. Stand. Yes, yes. And but also, doesn't it have true. a top? Yeah, it does. Have Look a where I put my bottle. <laughs> Look, can't reach it. Can't reach it. Yeah, they're yeah, they're too close to the I'm moving that, parts. Listen, I'm not that calculated. <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me. You don't like it when it happens. No, but so it has just, to matter a little bit. I mean, I don't like it, but it, you know, life goes on. Hey, your EP smells good. It smells like Java. <laughs> All right, so hold on. So, um, so, so Dre, Drea, in, oh, you know what? I'm going right now. I actually know a site. Let me see. Go to it. Tell <laughs> me what it's all about. Um, she married. I don't know, but I think she's got a kid. I don't know, but she uh-uh. said she had ten dollars left in her in her uh, checking account or whatever. And then she started an OnlyFans, and she was able to pay off her house in five minutes. Baller. Five minutes. Now, Holy crap. I've also. I'm going to do an OnlyFans. Right. I've also. Heard, pay off your house. I'll pay my house off. Man, this. Why wouldn't we do that? We have no filter here, man. Like, literally no Zero filter case. Um, oh, there's, no me, way, there's, no, there's no way she still looks like Adriana no. from The Sopranos. No. No, I saw her recently. I thought she looked pretty in good. In fact, she was in a show that I love, Mayans MC. She was in one or two episodes this past year. And, I mean, she's not ugly, My but she doesn't look like that it. anymore. Yeah. She's 52. I My can't, you know what? It. Let me just do one more Google search and see if I <laughs> Do you know what happened to her apartment in Manhattan in 2015? Hold on. I think I Fire. Remember. It blew up. <laughs> it blew up? Yeah. There was a gas explosion. Raging fire destroyed her home. Terrifying. She'd been there 22 years. Mm. All right, hold on. So of course, I don't know what home she was in, but all right, I'm I'm on Drea Damon. <laughs> what are you searching for? She's got just... 168 posts. All right, Let me just look at images. <laughs> Oof. Uh, how is it? You know what? It's oh, kind of oh, covered so, up. So, I'm not, I don't. I'm not, I don't have. She was so hot. Somebody has an OnlyFans. You have an OnlyFans workaround? Is that what you're looking at, or are you just looking what? at like Google yeah. images? Um, well, right now, just Google images. Mm. Um, if any, you know what? Was Send, she, oh, she was on this was show she, called Shades of Blue that I watched a few episodes of with Ray Liotta. Uh-huh. And I think Jennifer Lopez was on the show. Yes, J-Lo was on the what show. Do have, what do you have over there? I'm telling you, I haven't found anything great yet. Right. <laughs> I haven't found anything great yet. What? Have you? No. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see she was, she, was, is, she was silly hey, on that show. All I know is we she, talked about that show? Rachel Dolezal. Sopranos. Yeah. Was, she, was she pretty much a 10? The closest thing to a 10 She I was the closest of. thing to a 10. I and think. when she would, she, nah, when she she would like get in, in no. her bra and panties. She was sexy. The sexiness brought her higher than an yeah. 8. Yeah. What? When she was in her bra and panties in The Sopranos, <laughs> those are some of the best scenes. Right. Her, um, bo- her body was a 10, Bickle. Okay. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> Can Drabby, can you find? He's usually a top sleuth. Jason, where is she from? Wait, You're Ra- an expert in this field. Jersey. Rachel Dolezal was right. mentioned, and the next day it was everywhere. It was all over the internet. How come? Uh, I'll be honest. I, well, I personally have more interest in Rachel, seeing Rachel Dolezal naked. Because <laughs> it's more of a freak show. I mean, well, maybe I mean, this I've seen is a billion pretty ladies naked. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe like she is too. Aspect of it. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a site I heard is pretty good with this stuff. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. The EPs come you know, to a yeah, screeching halt. Well, I mean, we're just gotta, we just got to figure out what's going on here. Hey, we know what? We gave plenty of good content today. We can <laughs> yeah, take a segment off. We've done enough. <laughs> I mean, we've, this has been an A-plus show. We can take a segment off to talk about Drea. Um, Bickle. Yeah. 
Now, the site that would be normally would it. have it. I don't <laughs> see it, Cakes. So I don't know. Send a, send uh, send Lurch a link if you if you if you find it. Um, <laughs> are they saying Beyonce? You know, you've heard her new country song, right? Texas Hold'em. Yes, we played it on yeah. the show. And you it's guys like have heard it out song. in the wild or no? No. Yeah. The only, the only place I would ever hear it is right here. <laughs> um, they're saying. Do you have the comparison here that she may yeah. have stolen the song? Remember that show Franklin that your kids used to watch. Sure. But yeah. a turtle, the turtle? Right? Yeah. yeah. Let me hear that. Let's hear it. This ain't Texas. Hey, it's Franklin. Franklin song is better. I do remember. Uh, be I do remember that song. Very I will similar. say the Texas Hold'em song is a little catchy. By the way, I did. I don't usually go down these wormholes, but on Twitter yesterday, I saw somebody did the bit where they did four thumbnails of four famous artists. Hey, if you have to get rid of one of these artists, which one would it be? And it was Michael Jackson, Prince, Whitney Houston, and Beyonce. So I I clicked on it. I want to see what the results were. 98% of the people were just firing Beyonce and her catalog straight straight into the sun. Hmm. Well, over... Michael Jackson and Prince, of course. I would think Whitney would be the one. That would... No, no. People were squarely not in Beyonce's corner. Mm. They were anti-Beyonce Old and that people. foursome. Older mm. than us. Mm. Probably. Uh, Drabby, you're our wrestling guy. Do you uh, <laughs> yeah, pour out a little? Well, of all of us, I mean, who uh, else? Yeah, I do have more knowledge. Yes, than you certainly do. Yeah, I mean, nobody here do. knows. I, mean, well, I, I think even... I know this guy. Or Anderson. He was no. part of the Four Horsemen. Died. Arn Anderson died? I was doing Virgil. Oh, Virgil, oh, yeah. Different Virgil guy died. died. Virgil died, Is yeah. just making yeah. up a guy that died? No, no, no. He died I think too. he died this week. He was ah. like 81. Yeah. Okay. So Virgil was 61. I recognize him. Why do they call him our meat sauce god? Was that his nickname for something? I don't know. He was a little before my time. Wasn't he with the Ted DiBiase's guy? Yeah, he was Ted Ted DiBiase's assistant, and then he attacked him, and Mm. they had a famous match. Right. The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) Yes. I do remember his nickname. Also, it says Arn Anderson is alive. No, no, Ole Anderson. Oh, Ole Anderson. Yes. Who's Ole Anderson? He was the founding member of the Four Horsemen. Old Anderson, no longer with us. I just don't know who it is. I don't I mean, know. He's a that, famous I wrestler. I don't know who that person is either. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Adele is in the news. Of course, she's got her residency in Las Vegas, and she cancels shows all the time. She's doing it again because she says it's taking a toll on her voice. Hmm. Um, and <laughs> so, so of course, people are singing bitter. takes a toll on your voice. Yeah, I think if you sing every night, everybody knows this, right? So she's going on the DL. I guess she's going on the DL. Yeah, what are you going to do? I think she's. She's making a boatload for that residency in Vegas. Oh, I'm sure. Like, it's an absurd amount of cash. The only reason she's doing it. Looks yeah. like Kanye's being sued again. Now he's being sued by Donna Summers' estate for using I Feel Love without permission. Sure, um, so, whatever. Is he still a billionaire or no? They just, Kanye? I yeah. don't know. Crazy. Um, Haley Bieber's dad. You know who Haley Bieber's dad is? Mr. Bieber? Haley Bieber's. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, oh, Baldwin's sister. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin from Biodome. He... Also, why, why did I mention Biodome first? <laughs> I should say the usual suspects. 
Right. He's in that. That should be the lead. He has asked for prayers for his daughter and for Justin Bieber. <clears throat> so people are then obviously concluding that there must be trouble in paradise. Ah, marital strife. Might be. And anytime you see pictures of those two, like at a fight or the Super Bowl or something, they always look like they're kind of miserable. They're at odds with each other. I, they just, they, they're not really canoodling. They mm-hmm. look miserable you're reading their body language which by the way they did they did that whole bit at the super bowl where they had like the kardashian suite i don't know if you saw did not and they were all disinterested on their phones of course they're at the super bowl right. paying no attention to the game mm-hmm. no attention to it. they're all just in their phones in their own world yeah you know god only knows how much they paid for that suite at the super Bowl. on a side note didn't wasn't there a story about christian mccaffrey's yes. now, this could be clickbait clickbait I heard Wasn't that. Christian McCaffrey's mom like poor shaming his girlfriend into buying a suite, suite for, for the Super for Bowl. The, the family to go watch the Super Bowl? And C Max said, No, 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 I'm not doing that. Well, he He's... didn't, but I think I think the girlfriend may have ponied up like close to a million bucks for the suite at the Super Bowl. She... Or or she might Where'd she get the money? Wasn't she she's like, like a famous actress. like oh. actress she's or got, like she's model? Got, she's got a lot of cash. Olivia Culpo, is that yeah. her name? Well, I know that. That came you have a runny nose, by the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> I have it 12 months a year. Yeah, you always have a runny nose. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Eat some Nasonex, brother. Thank God for these napkins. Yeah, I'm sure they're soft, too. But I had heard that she... <laughs> right, they're not. Yeah. But I would heard that she wanted to get the suite for the Super Bowl, and Christian McCaffrey said, I ain't paying for that. I'm not paying two million bucks for it. Maybe her. she dipped in her own pocket. I don't know. Um, I sent she, you, I sent you a link by the way. Oh, you found something? Yeah. Is it a list, good? Listener sent us something. Is it good? I haven't. Um, uh, it looks like it works. It, all right, here you go. Website for the link. This is back to Drea De Matteo. She looks awfully wrinkly. Oh, that I've definitely seen that site before. <laughs> That's not her though. What do you it's, mean? It's a lookalike. Well, no, no, those are just pictures that I found. The other, the the website is underneath those pictures. Right, right. Those those pictures aren't from the website. Okay, mm. yeah. The website that you sent me to is just like heinous people on OnlyFans, <laughs> I guess. Hey, Eric, can yeah. I ask you, let me ask you a question. Why are you wasting our time doing a Stephen Baldwin asked for prayers for Haley yeah. commentary when you have a Sydney Sweeney story in there about her jugs and Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> scoop of vanilla, scoop of chocolate. Yeah, got don't there waste yet. my time. No, he doesn't no, want because it. Because I read it, and I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, I... He says he has difficulty maintaining eye contact with Sidney Sweeney. It's the toughest battle God has ever given him. It's because she's got her jugs out. Of course it's difficult. Yeah. Did you see the video of her looking spectacular and Jimmy Fallon being the good guy that he is? He's just locked in on her eyes. (laughs) It must have been impossible. Is he like... Oh my! I can't. Sorry, I can't concentrate. Cakes. I just saw that. I I can't concentrate. I I can't see. Your cup's in the way, and it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Is he making it a bit of looking at her eyes? No, he's just. I think he's Mike, being you a know gentleman. what I mean? Like, no, he's being a, like a whole funny thing. Being a gentleman. I, I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> so I watched. I watched the video of the interview, and you could do the deed to the Jimmy Fallon interview. That's how good she looks. Crazy. Is is she famous because she's like super attractive, or famous for her jugs? She's famous because she's an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. She's attractive. No, but she's I thought people White are Lotus saying like she's like one of the hottest. People are up and right coming now. star in Hollywood, <laughs> but is but is is it like 
She's, like I know that uh, Valdez is obsessed with her boobs. Yeah, it's Valdez. He's a big Jugs guy. He thinks Jugs are back. They are. They are back. <laughs> by the way, I mean Barstool did so a back. whole video about big racks. <laughs> they did. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know, you need to ask the expert. You need to ask Brett. We should get Brett back on and ask him. Well, if, I know he's Jugs, got a file on if her. Jugs are back. <laughs> yeah. Because he was the one that discovered the underbutt. All right, it looks out. like she wore. Did, did you describe what she wore on? Well, Fallon? I mean, it looks like some sort of like it's like a V shaped dress deal, or something, yeah. and you see the tiggles. Yeah, you know the tiggles. But like, why are those it's hard for Evie to see it because he's got coffee all over it. Oh, I see it fine. But right. th- are the tiggles any more tiggle than like Paige Fairnax? No, probably along the same lines. I would guess. Right. Might be better than Pages. Really? You're, I, you're the official jugs expert of the show. Sell it. You like that? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give us? You know what? Tomorrow, I got homework hey, for you. You know how you guys are doing the yes. uh, the rankings? You guys are doing jugs, the rankings of all rankings. the quarterback prospects. I'll do my big board. My big board of jugs. <laughs> I want your top ten jugs. Top Ooh, ten. Jugs. Well, that's top a ten. lot. That's top, a lot. You got to do a lot of homework. All right. Yep. Top Maybe ten celebrity Mount Jugmore. Maybe top four. I don't know. Well, you can, like you can have your Mount Jugmore, but you still need your top right. ten Jugmore. I'll do ten, and then we'll do a Mount Jugmore. Yes, right you start the at the bottom. Four. Yeah, yeah. Drabby, do you want an assignment? Yeah. Are you are you a Jugs guy? Um, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> is that your top? Me. Is that your top seed? No, no. You're more of a butt guy. Um, I'm more of a lips guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top ten lips. Yeah, that makes me laugh. Hold on, I need clarification. He likes big, puffy lips. Those big puffy lips you have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. those lips. I I like big, beautiful lips. (laughs) You do. Yeah, I do. All right, so who? All right, can you do it? Huh? You like thin lips, nubs, thin lips? I never really look at lips. (laughs) I always look at lips. I don't really look at lips. You got thin lips. I'm not interested. (laughs) I don't really look at lips. Give me an example of a woman with thin lips. Famous one. They're they're all bloated now. They all well, blow they get up. a little too big. But I, I like Angelina Jolie's lips. It's not it's not uncommon. We probably used to be able to say the three letters that were used as descriptors for those type of lips. The, 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 oh, at one time, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't say that. It's also <laughs> it's also a type of modem. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I love slow modems. <laughs> Nice workaround. No, that's a fast modem. I think that's a fast modem. Oh, it is? I think so. It was way better than dial-up. Dial-up was the worst. All right, so you do a lip ranking, okay? Okay. Okay, your top ten celebrity lips and your Mount Lipmore. Okay. Do you have an expertise over Angelina there, Mike Moore? Yeah, I'll do Mount Cheekmore. <laughs> you got your cheeks guy? Yeah, yeah, Angelina of course. All right, all right. Yeah, he likes just, is there one that comes up, like, just instantly? He's when you throw a lipper in the, in the cheeks. When you think of <laughs> cheeks, zen. is there one that comes to mind immediately? No, I got to do the research because I don't want to, you know, fold and say the wrong answer. I want to come prepared like Valdez and kind of have my, right. my Mount Cheekmore. Okay, all right. So he's going to be a cheeks guy. Yeah. Put, all, put all three of us together. We're going to come up with the perfect woman. <laughs> Yeah, if you have somebody that makes all three lists, yeah, that's that's special. That's the yeah, right. That's, that's elite. elite. Yeah, that's super that's elite. elite. Three tool star. That's yeah. a three tooler. All right, coming up at nine forty five, we will talk Wizards with Jason Smith from Monumental Sports Network. Can't wait here on the fan. This portion of the junk's brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some now at Don't Sleep Energy dot com. 
Use the promo code Junkies, and remember, don't sleep makes you great. Hopefully, EB has drank his before he spills it all over the studio or is in process of drinking it. Are you guys app guys for food places? Negative. What's the question? Not the biggest. Are you app place app guys for food places? Like I do have the McDonald's app. I have it, but I don't use it all the time. Oh, oh, I have one. I use it occasionally for Starbucks and occasionally for Chick Fil A. That's about it. So I don't think this is a big deal, but today's Leap Day, mm-hmm. and I just saw all the these benefits you can get on Leap Day. And I've been going to Chipotle a couple times a week lately because I do the salad bowl and I'm trying to, you know, high protein. And uh, no rice, no beans. Guacamole's free today. Oh, use that's, extra 24. That's, you know what? <laughs> they charge a lot for the guac, so that's... I'd rather eat dirt than guacamole. Uh, I would well, not. How about, so good for you. How about a dozen glazed donuts for only two twenty nine? Rock that's, and roll. Bring them in. Two twenty nine because it's two twenty nine. EB two twenty nine. That's a good but, deal. Wouldn't it suck if you're a leap baby, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it sucks. But I mean, you should celebrate on the twenty eighth or March first. Yeah, feel like whatever. you don't really have a birthday. Yeah, yeah you're just a limbo baby. You're born today. You get a free dozen glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme. EB. It's a great deal. I could also afford the two the two bucks <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It Can costs. you believe it's March first tomorrow already? No, it's crazy. It's kind of wild. What are we going to say, Drab? Oh, I'd love to have a February 29th birthday. Why? Well, it's unique. You're an oddity. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're kind of weird. born August 3rd like Valdez and everyone else? I know a billion people born on August 3rd. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually flattered. You know, my birthday. Who, who shares your birthday, by the way? I we, think Tom Brady. It's a pretty I good think. one. You share it with the goat. Pretty good. Pretty solid. All right, can we go to Matt in Ohio? He says, I ricked him. Somehow this morning. Join the club. Technical term. What did I do? <laughs> that term did go Maybe. over, and you yeah. hated it when, I, I believe, Drab first started to use it. I think it. you did, yeah. Yeah. Matt, what's up? EB. Yeah. Are you, EB, are you there? Yes. Uh, glad you could make it into work today. Uh, hey, uh, quick question. You mentioned Monday that you had a, you had a flat. Was hmm. that donut from your car? Yes. Did you sit there for three hours? <laughs> To wait for somebody from AAA to come and put a donut on your car? I no, that's not how it worked out. The, um, it is, you are outside. correct. You are correct that I wasted time because I didn't. Ch- you didn't I was told it. there was no spare in this car. In fact, the didn't tire look, shop people thought there was no spare. AAA told me there was no. Everyone said there was didn't no spare. The, didn't open the trunk. Yeah, correct. Hmm. I'm not, I don't by care. the way, I, I, the, have, I probably would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have changed it anyway. I still would have waited uh, yeah. and then had them do it. I don't care if you can sling it like Aaron Rodgers. You are the most unmanly person I've ever heard of. <laughs> Why? You sat there for three hours, didn't even open the trunk. Why? I wasn't going to change look. it anyway. Change, right. That's awful. My 16-year-old son can change a tire. I've changed a tire before. before he I've done. Driving. I have done the act of changing. I a tire might have before. to call him to help me one time. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Oh I'll call your 16-year-old. I'm, I'm secured up in my manhood. I was standing <laughs> unity with to. EB. We will not be tire so, changing shamed here. We will not stand sorry. for that. <laughs> sorry, we don't. Sure. Stand, we don't stand for that slander. Yeah. You would never change uh, your goodbye. entire. What are you doing? In... Oh, Not at this point. You can um, ask him. I haven't hung up on him. Would I ever? What, what's the question? What's, what, what part of Ohio do you live in, and what do you do? I'm in. I'm in Dayton. I'm in Dayton. I work in marketing. Oh, I've okay. listened to you guys since I lived in DC. Mm-hmm. I've lived in Phoenix. I've been listening uh, podcasts and streaming. For okay. Years. Well, if you, if Matt, if Appreciate you, it. if you knew the show well, you would know that we would not change a tire. Why would I change the tire? That's incredible. You know that. Why? I, 
it's like it's like when Bickle learned how to throw a spiral, he stopped learning how to be a man. That was it. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, we're not. But, we're not the man. We never I learned how to throw a spiral when I was like five. Said we're the manliest of men. Right. Nobody's then, ever said that. And then you stopped. Uh, Matt, you, you, Matt you would be shocked to some of the things my wife does around the house that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's I don't have a toolbox. My wife has a toolbox. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. No, that's just the way that's it is. Incredible. That's the well, dynamic. My give me an example, Jason. Of something your wife does that you don't do. I don't know. Just everything fixes things. <laughs> she fixes things around the house. Yeah, She's I the mean, my wife. Oh my god! So my wife swaps out all of the filters. In the, you know, oh, well, I help her do hard. that. I help her do that. Well, yeah, because you don't need oh, to stop. I would never even think yeah. about it. In 17 years oh, of living man, in my house, I would never think about it. Yeah. Oh, oh I, Matt, well, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not hey, debating hey, Matt, that. We're, we're okay with you. I don't know how we're your okay wife with your stay disgust with you. and disdain. They stay with us because we bring home the money. <laughs> right. That's, oh. that's why they stay If we were busto, right. I think our wives would have left us by now. Yeah, yes, exactly. Good luck when you get fired. All right, thank you. I think that we saved up enough. We'll be all right. <laughs> thank you. See you, Matt. Goodbye. Yeah. I, I, yeah, sorry, I'm stand here. Speak him, for yourself. Gonna, I haven't saved up that much. I'm not going to stand here and let him assault us about not changing tires. Yeah, I don't, you know what that is? It's a personal choice. <laughs> I think it's kind of a show. I have, I have AAA, and if a tire gets blown, I'm not. You think I'm going to risk this temple out on the 495 with people driving 80, looking at their phones, and they're like, oh, I'm about to run into that DJ changing his tire on the shoulder. I never feel no comfortable. Thank you. He was in a parking okay, but, lot. But huh? it, yeah, even, it, then, even then. I was going to say, it, it, it you don't have to be on 495. Car. It could be anywhere. It could be on a side road, a it dirt road. It could be anywhere on the planet. Correct. It's and just I'm gonna too much let, trouble. I'm going to let somebody who's more qualified at it, who's better at the job, do it than me. Those rickety uh, jacks, not sized. Cars all wobbly <laughs> when you, no, not sized. I don't want. I don't want anything to do. I've done it before. Don't need to do it again. The lug nuts are always hard to get off. I'll test that. I changed my tire maybe six months ago. Yeah, and I chose to pull off the main highway. I was mm-hmm. on Sam Egg Highway and yeah. pulled into oh, a townhouse community. So fast. I probably ruined the rims or whatever. Nah. I drove for like three miles on zero nah, tire good. pressure. Yeah, you're good. I'm going today, actually, to get the guy to get my new silly. My I was silly slow. Guy. It took me a good probably forty minutes because there was one lug nut, which for yeah. the life of me I In couldn't 40 get Forty minutes, AAA will come, and an extra ten minutes will get it changed, and you're done. So I, it's got, you know cost you on average an extra ten minutes. Yeah, I'm telling AAA, AAA, one of the best investments I've ever made. Worth, Are they sponsors? Worth every penny. I sh- you know what? I'm going to talk to the salespeople. I, I need an endorsement for AAA. Well, don't, right, we all, all, don't we all need endorsements? <clears throat> no, but I mean, like AAA, point. I'm their biggest advocate. I'm, I'm I think right there advocating. I think they're f- phenomenal. Is there, do they have a competitor? Mm. Is there a question? Yeah, double A. I, th- I think they've cornered the market as far as like roadside assistance. Roadside assistance? I think yeah. they pretty much own the space. I mean, AAA is, I mean, they're just, it's so clutch. They're branching out. They have like service centers where they're like, do your tires too and change you know your what? oil. I call AAA. Uh, I mean, do you guys do the same thing? I call AAA to come in and just swap out my battery. You ever done that? I don't think I've done that I've yet. I've done that probably ten times. <laughs> I called them when my electric car ran out of charge. It was marooned on New Hampshire Avenue. Uh-huh. I'll tell you that. And they put that bitch on the back of a tow truck. And don't you get a warning to my that you're running low? On... I did, yeah, but I tried, you... I tried to push it. You tried to push, tried to push it. it and I, I lost. I danced with the devil, and I lost. <laughs> 
<laughs> These things happen sometimes. Right. What are you going to do? I like how you have my back, my back though, Kate. Oh, absolutely. Drabby, can you give us an update on the, the D.C. officer that was shot right down the street? Did they find the guy? He's been arrested. So they've he got the shooter. taken into custody. I think he was barricaded in the building. By the way, he could have easily the- barricaded himself in this building. It's so close. Like, he could have run from the scene and said, oh, I'm going to go into 1015 Half Street and weasel my way in when somebody He'd opens a- the garage. But Carlos would have got him. Carlos would have tackled him. Is he, he in, is he in one of those big-ass buildings <laughs> I don't that's know. just been built or no? It's terrifying. Who knows? I'm sure we'll find out later. Called the Aris Apartment Building. At least they got him. Hmm. All right. Yes, glad he was apprehended. Is there going to yeah, be a whole news. thing now on all of the talk shows like around the country about um, Josh Harris sitting in on the meetings? I hope so. And they can run our audio. audio <laughs> all the of our debate? Yes. Yeah. They ran the Merrill Just Hodge audio again That's on ESPN. Merrill Hodge is getting all kinds of run. We need to get somebody who is in the meetings. We need either Josh. We need Adam. Who else would be in the meetings? The Caleb quarter, Williams. The <laughs> CQ. <laughs> DQ would probably be in. You know, it's going to be very telling. The um, I guess Kingsbury, the, maybe Kingsbury, guess. yeah. The, the presser, the presser after whoever they draft at number two, or about when they say what was the uh, draft process like with yeah, the yeah, Commanders. Yeah. We'll ask that. Hey, Orlovsky had been very pro Drake May before, right? And yeah. I know we're not going to play the audio right on time. Today, he called Jaden Daniels the best passer in the in the draft. Okay, I don't. Did he, I don't know if he said that about May. So Does, is he off he, Drake May? No, I just think he's pro Drake May, but he's obviously pro Daniels too. Did he did he release a list of in like? No, I just saw the quote: oh, "Best okay. passer in the draft, Jaden Daniels." There you go. All right, when we come back, we will talk Wizards with Jason Smith, Wizards analyst for Monumental Sports Network. Next, this portion of the junks brought to you by Offenbachers. Visit them in Annapolis, Rockville, or Herndon for a huge selection of outdoor furniture, fire pits, hot tubs, and swim spas. Time now to head to the BetQL guest hotline. We're joined by Jason Smith, Wizards analyst from Monumental Sports Network. Jason, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Uh, We are doing better than the Wizards of late. They are 0 for February. They've been stuck on nine wins since Monday, January 29th, when they won at San Antonio. Uh, Do you see any hope for the win tonight? In L.A.? To get that? One win for February against the Lakers, ten thirty tip. You know, playing back to backs. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It's going to be tough because they've been on a skid as of late, um, dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff. But you got to take the bright spots from it. I mean, some guys are having good performances. Marvin Bagley had ten offensive rebounds the other night, and plus, with no Bilal Koulibaly, you get Corey Kisper getting more playing time, and he showed his offensive performance. But it, it's really, really tough. When you're playing five, six guys, 30-plus minutes a night, there's got to be an opportunity for the younger players. And, and you kind of saw that with Jared Butler the other night. Um, so you got to keep the little positives out there when things just feel like the wheels are falling off. So for tonight's game, I, I can't predict things, but I just want them to go out there and compete. That's it. Here, were, you ever, were you ever part of a team that went oh for a month? <laughs> you know that's a good question. I don't know how I don't I have the history books right in front of me, but right. I know we've talked about that Knicks team that I was on, and it was a long season. When uh, you go for 17 wins in a season, it can it can uh, it can wear on you for sure. And I think that it's wearing on the guys. I think that at this point of the season, they're trying to look forward to one game at a time. How many games are left? And 
it's tough, but as a player, you got to be a professional because it's not just your own organization that's looking at you. It's all the other organizations in the NBA saying, you know what, what does this guy do? Does he fold when things aren't going well, or does he try and persevere and, and do the individual things that his coaches are asking him to do? So I, I want to see that from the players tonight. Jason, here's a small positive. Before the Golden State game, the two prior games, Jordan Poole had 21 and 31. I mean, that's more akin to what we thought we were getting from him uh, when he was inked to the big deal when he showed up here. Uh, so maybe that's something to build off uh, toward the end of the season here. And, you know, the front office actually decided to take a chance and really not demote him, but put him in a role that he was used to and comfortable with. And that was coming off of the bench. When he did that in Golden State, he was he was lightning. I mean, he comes out there offensively and he wants to go out there and be productive, but He's found some struggles being in the starting lineup going against the number one defender on the other side. So for them to put him in the reserve role and for him to go out there and, like you said, have a little bit of success, you kind of see some things. Well, maybe he is comfortable coming off the bench. Well, his contract doesn't suggest that he comes off the bench, but you see the production level increase. Now that's curious. I want to see what happens going for the rest of the season and possibly in the next season what they do with that. What's the latest on Koulibaly's health? He, had, he took that scary spill in the Cleveland Cavaliers game. Uh, what, what's the prognosis on him at this point? You know, for Bilal, you definitely don't want to chance it. Um, he's a young player that you don't want to continually try and put him out there and put him in bad situations. If he's not healthy 100%, you don't want to try and kind of force the issue, especially at the end of the season. You don't have playoffs in the in the future. So, for him, and I think for the organization, they've seen that he's a consistent three-point shooter. He wants to play defense. He's an amazing steal threat, so he can get out and transition and get easy buckets. So he's kind of proven himself to be not just that rookie, but a rookie with years under his belt. He's played professionally overseas for a while. So I think they've seen a good amount of Bilal to where they're like, now, nah, if you're not feeling 100% or even 75%, we're not going to put you out there on the floor. And I don't think that's that's smart of them to do. Talking to Jason Smith, who was once the 20th pick in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we asked Dylan Strom this earlier from the Washington Capitals. What was your draft day experience like? You know, I, I was actually exhausted from my pre-draft workouts. It was, uh, I had 17 workouts in 20 days flying into every different city. I worked out for all 32 teams and group workouts and and whatnot. So for draft day, I was like, I don't even want to go to New York. I was nervous that I wasn't going to get picked in the first round. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be with family and friends back in my hometown. I had a little watching party. It was interesting because when I got drafted, I was in the back room of a, a restaurant and the restaurant front part goes nuts. And we're like, what is going on out there? Literally five seconds later, I get drafted and I'm like, uh-huh. The cable delays, the TV delays were a little messed up in the restaurant, so it kind of kind of threw me off. But that day was a, a sense of relief, but also knowing that I had more work to do. And, boy, 12 years, oh, that, that went by really, really fast. And I really loved every minute that I had in the NBA, and I was, I'll cherish everything that I accomplished. Were you, you, were you traded on draft day? I was. I yeah. was. I got drafted by the Miami Heat, and then I was traded two minutes later to the Philadelphia 76ers. So my draft night was like, oh, man, I'm going to South Beach. I'm going to be playing with Shaq and D-Wade. And then two minutes later, they're like, oh, Jason Smith, the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm like, 
dang. <laughs> you weren't happy dang. about that. But I was like, you know what? It's the NBA. I'm going to have fun with this. This is my dream come true regardless. And so going back to Koulibaly, how would you assess? I know you're giving me his skills. He can knock down three steals. I will tell you I'm a little underwhelmed. This is just as a fan of his rookie season because I just haven't seen him pop enough. Like you'll see a guy like Brandon Miller, and I know he's a little bit older, and he'll have a big scoring game. And you see a lot of these guys will have these flashes. I haven't seen enough of it from Koulibaly. How would you assess his rookie season? I would actually give it a, a very high grade. I'd give it a B plus, maybe an A minus, just yeah. for the fact that everybody said, oh, Victor Wimbanyama, Victor Wimbanyama. Well, they found Bilal by going to see Victor. And I was like, that, sometimes that doesn't necessarily pan out to be the best experience. But for Bilal, he came in, he wasn't afraid of the big-time moments. He wasn't afraid of guarding the best player on the other team. He knocked down threes and spot-shooting threes consistently on a nightly basis. Plus, he's a guy that not only takes on the best player on the other team, but he will have success against that player by not giving up on the play, getting a block at the rim, if not getting a a deflection or a steal that leads to a transition bucket. And for him, as people figured out, oh, you know what? Bilal can actually shoot the three. We need to get out to him on defense. He would use a nice little shot fake, and he's had multiple posterization dunks this year. So I am very pleased with Bilal, not knowing really – him going through the college ranks, I don't get to watch a lot of the overseas games. So for him to come over and have that transition so smoothly, I'm very happy with his production. Jason, we got to run. We appreciate the time. It's Jason Smith, the Wizards analyst for Monumental Sports Network. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, buddy. Until next time, boys. Yes, All sir. right. Thank you, pal. Pickle, I wanted to ask Jason about uh, growing up in Kersey, Colorado, population 1,400. Oh. And he went to high school and, and then he went to Colorado State, but he grew up in a town with 1,400 people. Kersey, I don't even Colorado. know what to compare that to. Like, I mean, you probably got fourteen hundred people on your block. That's small town <laughs> USA, right there. Yeah, tiny. Right. Yeah. I mean, Lanham wasn't huge, right? No, but what do you uh, think? Twenty thousand? I have no idea. I don't even know what Probably something no in that idea. range. Yeah, it's not fourteen hundred. Nope. I know that. All right, we got to get out of here. Him, we are done for the day. We will see you. Again, tomorrow, our pals B. Mitch and Finley. They're coming up next right here on 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.